Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself green on. I'm joined by a man. He's probably not paying any attention to my back announcement because he's watching the cricket. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. Yes, Greeno is correct. The cricket is on. And I just want to start tonight's show, Greeno, if I can. Uh, you know, we really care about the fans on this show. Like, we, this is the people's show, really. This is what 100%. we, you know, it's what it's known as, uh, especially yeah. in Vietnam, where we're huge in Vietnam. And, Good news. Uh, I, saw, I saw our YouTube stats as well the other day. Oh, Quick really? Sidebar. Yeah. Uh, very big as well, I believe, in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Is that right? Nice. No, That's correct. Scary. Netherlands, uh, let me let me double check the stats. I swear I'm not making it up. I reckon and, four yeah. people from the Netherlands. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Where were we most viewed? We were most viewed in yeah. sorry, Norway. My apologies. Norway. I'll say fuck the Netherlands then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Norway. Big fans, big fans of in Norway also. On the YouTube though, they don't like the podcast in, in Norway. Big fans of the uh the YouTube. They prefer a visual medium in Norway because outside is just white all the time. Yeah. It's just exactly. snow constantly. Mm. So, you know, they want a bit of colour and vibrancy. And I mean, look at our set here, like our cartoon representations, our colours. Yeah. We're very bright and colourful. Of course, we'd be huge in the Nordic circle, Greeno. Yeah, 100%. Like 100%. So, yeah, so the cricket is on. And, I, you know, we were talking about last week, Greeno, we were talking about the Ashes. And I've been, I reckon I've mentioned on this show probably half a dozen times for what, the last eight months, nine months, Ever since the corona, ever since the ah, coronavirus drop, response. Batch. Sorry to interrupt. Starkey just dropped on 22. Oh, lovely. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice Gary for the problems Nice there. Gary. It's nice to see him sticking true to character. This is the yeah. England we know and love from years exactly. gone past. Corona. So, you know, we were talking about the Ashes. I've mentioned on this show for like the last six months how pumped I was for the Ashes. Ever since we started getting deep-dicked by politicians about COVID. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of the COVID stuff. Bring on the ashes. Just give me something. I want to feel like Australian. I want to feel like an Australian during summertime again. And, it, and it ashes is what it'll take. Now, uh, one of our fans, Greeno, Insignificant Rube, reached out. Mm -hmm. He reached out on the Daily Boogie. He left a donation, Greeno, on mm. the Daily Boogie. And he said, look, you you promised in your promo last week that it would be less than 3% sport. And then you spent the whole fucking show talking about cricket. <laughs> So, you know, but we have, I reckon we've banked a few shows where we've done 1%, 1 1.5. No, 100%, mate, yeah. Uh, we need to, if we're going to talk, I, got, I just want to speak uh, directly to Rube at the moment. Yeah. Uh, this, it's a rolling tally, Rube. Uh, we, we average it out over the course of the year. So we've got, we got some credits in the bank. Yeah, it's 3% it on average. Yeah. yeah, 3%. We didn't say per episode. We no. said 3% overall. So yeah. look, we're, we're, we've saved up all our cookies. We've we put the money away yeah. <laughs> uh, for this particular episode, the back, yeah. the arse end of the year, knowing Ashes would be at the back end. Last this show of the be, year. This is it for yeah. us for 2021. This is an Ashes, Ashes super show here. Hang on, wait. Uh, Nisa's just skied one. Yeah. Ah, damn. Nisa out 35. That was a great knock. Michael Nisa. 35 off 24 isn't bad either. And you know yeah, what? You know what I like too? So they're just punishing. This is just punish now. England know Ooh. it. They're just waiting. Send out the next batsman and have him out there just for fucking five minutes just to annoy them. The over. Yeah, yeah exactly. Five more balls. Fucking oath. Send him out and just go slog at it, mate, and then see what yeah. happens. I can't wait to see what Nisa. Who do you reckon is going to open with Stark? Is it going to be Nisa or is it going to be Richardson? That's going to be Richardson for sure. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richardson's out and out pace. He's he's one fifty clicks. Is he really? Um, anyway, oh, have a look at this applause Michael Nisa's getting. This is beautiful. 
I like it. So you were um, saying yeah. before the show about Michael Nisa, right? So he's come in because Patrick Cummins, the Australian captain, uh, he lasted one show. And by the way, we Nostra blocked the shit out of that one. Oh, 100% we did. Because we predicted. In the rain season episode. <laughs> That's right. We predicted as soon as this farce was announced. We were talking mm-hmm. about it a month ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was. And they're like, okay. So Steve Smith is now going to become the vice captain. So if something happens to Patrick, because we all know that he does have an injury in his history, you know, once or twice. Yeah. All right. So let's say the worst the ashes, it'd be a bowling rotation, perhaps. That's, that's right. And then Steve Smith would by, you know, de facto then, like by default, become yeah. captain again. Like just kind yeah. of sneak his way back in. And everyone was going, oh, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. happen. <laughs> it lasted one, one, test. one test match. Nice, Gary. Admittedly, this is like, it was the most obscure fucking circumstances. So, yeah, we talk about Michael that came in for Pat Cummins. Yeah. Now, the whole kind of rigmarole. So, I, I feel so bad for Michael Nisa because he's been the 12th man for Australia almost like 20 times. He's got is that Andy a record? Has he got him. a record? A bit like the No, Andy Bickle has the record. Andy Bickle. And he was a fucking gun player too, Andy Bickle. Mm-hmm. Queensland bowler. Not like yeah. he wasn't the fastest. Again, he wasn't the fastest, but he was a kind of like a bullocking kind of old school mm-hmm. quick, you know, like a working <laughs> class quick. So he just worked hard. He was a real fucking grunt, and he would just yeah. he would nut out like thirty overs in a day if you if you let him. And he just kept yeah. going and kept going and kept going. And he took his fair share of wickets. He played a fair few tests too. He was a fucking mm-hmm. very good bowler. But he just happened to be very good in a time when we had a lot of very good quicks. Yeah. So he was always exactly. kind of on the fringe. Like he just had to wait for somebody to get injured. Quicks. We had we had some of the the greatest Australian quicks of all time with Glenn McGrath, Brett Lee, Jason Dizzy Gillespie. Gillespie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, th- three of the all-time leading Australian wicket takers yep. in the pace state. Unfortunately, like uh, him, uh, Kasparitz, uh, were always that Hilfen next House. step down. He uh, was a bit later, but look, would have been, would have played uh, hundred tests. Yeah, hundred percent. Stuart Clark, uh, plenty, plenty of that era. Oh, so, our uh, mate from uh, New South Wales. Oh, the best shield bowler who ever lived in New South Wales. The quick. Oh God, how can I forget his name? He was doing commentary last year, Greeno. Ah, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, come on. We used to we used to have a whole segment about him every single week on the show. Oh, God. And how he would take like five. He would bowl 15 overs for like 12 runs every Oh, how did I forget Trent Copeland? Jesus. Trent Copeland. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Trent Copeland, go, who bowled, should have played test cricket. Overs. He did play test cricket. No, more test cricket, Greener. Yeah. So because he got held out of that team so much because basically the attitude back then was we just wanted pace all the time. Yeah. If you weren't bowling 150 clicks, we didn't want you. Yeah. Copes would come in at 130, but he bowled 15 overs for like 10 runs. Yeah. Take four wickets, tie up an end no matter what, and he was a slips fielder. Um, Rube's going to be hating this episode, by the way, because we talked <laughs> nothing about cricket thus far. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Starkey's so out the there. Story. Starkey's still out there clubbing it around. So, you yeah, know, we're, all of a sudden we're up to 456, but some people would have declared at 400, you know. Well, we said, we spent all last night and most of today uh, texting about the cricket and we we're saying if we get 400, like that's, we can't have anything less than 400. That'd be, that's what we're trying to achieve here. Yeah. Somehow we've well passed that because Nisa and Stark have just gone ballistic. Yeah. Oh, but we'll, so back to the original story, the bizarre circumstances of Pat Cummins missing the game. So yeah. he went out for dinner. And apparently some guy in the restaurant, I don't, was he dining with Pat or like was he just? No, 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 dining next to Pat. Next, so, so he's on the, the next table. table. Next to Pat. Right. Yeah. 
So this fucking random arsehole who's on the next table next to Patrick Cummins, the Australian captain, he announces to the restaurant, apparently, and as one goes over the head of fucking Joss Butler, Joss Butler is going to fucking commit suicide after this series. Oh, I hasn't had a cracking test. Oh, he, he took a bounty <laughs> and then has been nerd since. Yeah. Uh, he's a nice guy and a good player, but fuck, he's just been the cricket gods for whatever reason have just decided to lay the smackdown on him for whatever yeah. reason this tour, but fucking, oh, well, too bad. He's a pom, so fuck him. Um <laughs> Yeah, so this Patrick's in there uh, with friends or whatever, having a nice meal, Greeno, and this random asshole on the table next stands up and says, "Well, I've just tested positive for COVID." Now, at this no, point, no, 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 that was later. That was later. So was uh, later. what happened is, yeah, he he got he had to get a random test when he flew in. This dude next to Pat, right? <laughs> this this they random said, guy next to Pat. But but they said, <laughs> "Look, hey, it's just you vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, vaccinated. All sweet. All right, cool." Go about your business. We'll give you a call. Yeah. So he's out there having a meal, you know, uh, you know, rubbing elbows with Patty. Hmm. And next day, his test comes back, and he's like, uh, "Shit, better call the restaurant." So they called the restaurant. Restaurant's gone. Okay, well, let's let's check who who's been here. Oh shit, who was in the table next to him? Oh, we had Patty next to him. Fuck, better call Cricket Australia. <laughs> so so then he goes now- straight back to the hotel or wherever he's going. He yeah. goes straight back to his room and he informs his, you know, superiors in Cricket Australia immediately of the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's when things get interesting because that's when it it becomes apparent, Greener, that you can test negative for COVID yourself, mm-hmm. you can be double vaccinated, you can yeah. literally be like a professional athlete, like the fit the top one percent oh, in a terms good of swing fitness. By Richardson there. Top one percent in terms of fitness, Greener. Yeah. And and it's still not good enough. Like, good enough. No, no. So my question to you is, well, what's the fucking point then? Because all of these precautions, right, and mm-hmm. all of the, you know, medicine, you know, the medicinal treatments and all of the pharmaceutical treatments, what is the fucking point of it if you can be in a restaurant and some random asshole on the table next uh, you know, it turns out they've tested positive and then that fucks your life for a week. So what's the point? I don't get it. The point is to fill the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies. Oh, nice. nice, Gary. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Paddy, uh, I think out, what Greeno was trying to say there, because we're on YouTube, Greeno, what Greeno was trying to say there, but he mispronounced it uh, in his uh, third-generation Maltese accent, that uh, he what he actually meant to say was safety. That safety was the first. real answer. That's why they're doing it, Greener, for safety. Safety first. Keeping everyone <laughs> safe. Nice. nice. So Paddy, uh, Paddy's had to go back to his hotel, had to bunker up. Now, yeah. uh, going back to my Nisa story from earlier, I feel so bad for Michael Nisa. He's been like 12th man a dozen times. Uh, I was saying to you before, on air, uh, before we went on air that in all the photos, whenever Australia wins a series, he's the only one not wearing a baggy green. Yes. He also has to wear a baggy white because he doesn't have one. Yeah, um, so – yeah, that's and that's a, that's a crusher because if if there's like eighteen pictures of you with the team, oh, Richardson's just fucking hit that out. Oh, that's a massive six. He's he's well done. What a way to start your test career for both Nisa and Richardson because no pressure here, right? It's no, just swing away. This is their first, you know, kind of footsteps in the game. They don't have the pressure of having the ball in their hand on the first morning, you know. Mm. This is a perfect way. Look at Smith fucking pissing himself laughing. He's loving it. <laughs> oh, we have to find that the, the there's a clip of Manus Labashane. Actually, we're going to have to. I'm going to have to try and find that. Uh, Manus Labashane Greeno plays obviously for Australia. He's 
number three batsman. And he fucking talks. He 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 kind of commentates himself while he yeah, plays. He does. He's like, nice shot, Manus. Nice shot. Well played, Marnie. Well and played, Marnie. He's, he's fucking hilarious. And I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna have to find a clip now of Manus talking. Because I saw go. one earlier today. They just, just declared. Oh, there you go. All right. Four seven three. That's a good number. That's pretty good. We we're happy with 400. We'll take the extra 73 on top. Absolutely. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. So now we come out for a bat. A bowl. Now we come out for a bowl. Pardon me. Mm. Uh, yeah, now we come out for a bowl. So it's under lights. It's a perfect time, you know. So they're going to be out in 10 minutes. It's going to be dark, Greeno. It's overcast, yeah. <laughs> right? Everything's going wrong for the English. Except for the COVID, where we, they, we lost Paddy. Yeah, we lost Paddy. Imagine if Paddy and uh, Hazelwood were fit for this, for this, for these conditions. Well, I'm finally going to finish the fucking story because what I was talking about, Nisa, is oh, the poor guy. I like stories about pinatas. He's been twelfth man forever. <laughs> Hazelwood goes down. It's like this is Nisa's time to shine, and they fucking pick Richardson. Yep. So, so poor old Nisa's in there going, "I'm just never going to get a test, am I?" Like, finally, a bowler goes down, and then the COVID gods, the COVID fairy, came for Michael Nisa. And, and sprinkled a little COVID dust on Paddy's meal. And lo and behold, Nisa's getting his debut and he'll forever have a baggy green. So nice fucking Gary for Michael Nisa. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. He's in. He's made it, Greeno. He's away. Yeah. He's flying. Uh, we can actually do a bit of show. So uh, if you haven't already guessed, we're watching the cricket whilst doing the show. So this show is going to be disjointed even more than usual because we're going to be half paying attention to the cricket, half trying to do the show. Yep. Uh, we, we've got a 10-minute tea break at the moment, so we can actually get through some show stuff. Greeno, we'll do you believe that there's already a video on YouTube? There's already a video on YouTube called Manus Labashane saying no run for 10 hours. Oh, so good. <laughs> no run. No run. No run. No run. No run. So, <laughs> so the clip they'll play, the no run is the funniest to me. So the clip they were playing earlier on the coverage, right, this Manus Labashane, he never shuts up. Um, one of the commentators, a former great of Australian cricket, Mike Hussey Greener, Mr. Cricket, he said, look, it's funny, but he would be really annoying to play against because he never fucking stops talking. So be, uh, what makes it funny, though, for our American brothers and sisters who don't understand what cricket is, and I don't blame you, like it's pretty. It's a gentleman sport. It's a gentleman sport. It's a, for the US, it's a complicated the US, sport. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Understand. They don't stop talking. That's just what they're used to, right? Yeah. The they <laughs> just don't right. shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's that's it's, it's unheard of in cricket. Yeah, you're meant to be quiet. You well, know? no, it's it's heard of, but when the bowler, the, usually the bowler, which is the equivalent of the pitcher, is the one mouthing off at the batter. Yeah, because you're trying to intimidate them and whatnot. But he talks to the bowler. So he, in, and it, it's not that he, like, talks trash or anything. No, no, no. He's, he's like, good ball. Good ball, eh? He compliments them. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, ooh, that moved a bit. Yeah, there was, one, there was one where Ollie Robinson bowled to him, the famous Ollie Robinson greener who got kicked out yeah. of the England team for something he tweeted when he was 18 years old. That Ollie Robinson, mm-hmm. the same, who's a fucking decent cricketer. I like him. He's pretty good, yeah. I like know. him a lot. Um. So he bowled one to him, and and Labuschagne, like it kind, I, I guess it beat the outside edge, and Labuschagne goes, "Oh, that was a good delivery, Ollie." <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was, and he he doesn't fucking shut up, and he was doing it to Stuart Broad as well. He's like, "Oh, nice yeah. one, Broad." He, like he's yeah. doing the job of the England wicketkeeper. Yeah, was, he's doing. He's doing. Well, Josh Butler's got his hands full trying to catch a ball. So, <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. 
Credits are minus for, yeah. for helping him out a little bit. Going, I'll, I'll take care of the chit chat. Joss Butler's really Joss Butler's series so far is tracking about the same as when Jonathan Trot was facing Mitchell Johnson out here. Yeah, do you reckon? Do you remember that? For again, another one for people who don't understand cricket, an Australian bowler named Mitchell Johnson, who was he was pretty good when he was young, and then it was about five six years where he was really shit and like really yeah. dog shit. And he went back to state cricket and he kind of worked on his game. And we had a segment called the Mitchell Johnson Award. It was for people who say, oh, he's coming back. He's on his way back. back." Because we heard it for five years. Oh, this summer, Mitchell Johnson, he's on his way back. And guess what? When he got back, he wasn't back. He wasn't good. And so, but then all of a sudden he gets, he kind of comes out of the note, like they emptied, like they opened a fucking shipping container and he wandered out Greeno. And it's like this brand new Mitchell Johnson. And he came out and he fucking terrorized the English. It was fast and it was aggressive. And one of the the players, Jonathan Trott. The greatest Ashes bowling performance I've ever seen in my life. That's right. One one of the players, Jonathan Trott, who himself is a fine cricketer, like a very Mm -hmm. good batsman. very Number three, average 40-odd in tests. Yes, very very good good player. He went home like halfway. He quit halfway through the series. (laughs) Like he left the team because Johnson was terrorizing him. He was having Mm -hmm. fucking nightmares. And he was, he was, it was fucking rude bowling, Greener. And it was like the kind of bounces, not the ones that go over your head, but the ones that hit you in the throat. In the chin, yeah. exactly. Every oh, single one. Chin nasty. or chest. It was so good. And his left arm was clingy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Literally. Mitchell Johnson actually was back. He was back. And we, and we had to fucking play nine sorry books because we'd hung a shit That's on him right. for five years. One of these. And we're like, <laughs> seems to be the hardest you know what Single. I did in the lead up to these Ashes, Greeno? Like a couple of yes, days before the first test, I did. I went back and watched like uh, all of Mitchell Johnson's wickets from that Ashes series. Oh, so good. It was so good. And that was Michael Clark at his best as well. That was that was his best ever series as captain, not because they won 5 0, but because the, the fucking relentless, savage attitude he took yeah. to the English. He was like, no, fuck these cunts. Because he. Remember, he lost that one in England, and that hit him really hard. Yeah, he's like, "There's no way we're we're doing anything less than five nil, and we're yep. gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it properly." Yeah, he um, was. He always, I reckon, regretted the fact that he never won one in England. You know, because yeah, that's tough. that's an Australian uh, tough because he didn't even he didn't have the best team either. But he got a lot nah. out of that team. He was a decent captain on record. Yeah, he's fine. It just yeah. uh. During that era where England were actually pretty good. Yeah, you know? they Tough were good. Strauss, Cook, Bell, fucking yeah. Collingwood was a fuck. Collingwood was like a second choice number five for them at first, Ooh, and he exactly. was averaging like 50 at one point. See it, Trot, uh, Flintoff. Yeah, Flintoff uh, was a hell of a fucking player, eh? Yeah, and then the, the bowling lineup, yeah, Broad, uh, Harmison. Harmison, uh, Finn. Oh, Hoggard as well. Hoggard was Hoggard. Really good. It was Hoggard, yeah. and then Finn replaced Hoggard. Yeah. Steve Finn, who, uh, remember at first we thought, who's this lanky piece of shit? But then in that 11-12 series, remember the one they beat, they smashed us uh, Mm -hmm. here. Like, I think it was like 3-1. It was the first time they'd won an Ashes series here in like 30 fucking years. 30 years, years, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, Steve Finn, I remember, I think he played like the last two or three tests and he was really good, Mm. really good. So they're warming up now and they're having a little bowl. What do you think of... um, would you have played Leach in this? Uh, nah, he was, he was dog shit. He was absolute dog shit in the last test. There would have yeah. been free runs for the Aussies. I, I think they, they did the right thing. They uh, what did they say in Australia when nine declared? When we only eight down? No, no, no. Because um, what's he got out, and then he declared when they 
when he got out? Richardson. Was it Richardson, no, Richardson. or Stark? No. One no of them got, got out. out. Oh. No, they didn't. Well, uh, he just declared halfway through the over. It's weird. Anyway, hmm. uh, Fox Fox Sports, fix your fucking coverage. Hmm. Something you're down. Um, let's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't pick Leach either. Uh, like, you, you've got to have another spinner, though, don't you? Like, you can't expect the world to I, I quite like Rude as no, he's, a bowler. He's great. Yeah. He's a good bowler. The problem is that now he's got 25 overs on his belt. He's going to have to come out and bat. Yeah, that's I right. I don't know if that's a, a good thing. Well, um, is he, if, if he has to come out and bat, they're in trouble because he bats number four. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. So he's they're going to be in a yeah. deep, deep lot of doggy doo-doos if, if he's coming out to bat in the next 45 minutes or whatever it's going to be. They weren't already at nine down or uh, 473 behind. Uh, let's talk a little bit of, a little bit of regular show, Dame. I've got a couple bit of story time for you yeah. to kick us off. Go for it. And play the story like time. stories there about the otters. Good man. Uh, had a bit of a saga with the home gym over the last better part of a month. So I had the gym for about eight years, there or thereabouts, yeah. and was doing a workout the other week, and the, the cable snapped. So thankfully, no injury. Uh, you, you've got, you know, a several – Several weights that I could have you know, snapped my arms, etc. Yep. And they also had a bit of uh, a bit of the the linkage snap off and shoot out, and could have hit one of my kids. Okay. Thankfully, no injuries. So, but why, was, is it, so is the gym breaking down, Greeno, because you're such a powerhouse? Or I just just eight years old. The cords oh, okay. cords just break. They're, so you've they're, just they're, worn they're, them out because you're so powerful, you're so strong, got such a strong core, Greeno, that you're just nah, you're yanking that you're yanking the strength out of those chains every single time you use they I bet the weights just kind of smack up against the roof when you pull down on the chest machine. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Holes in the roof, <laughs> Greener. He needs cathedral ceilings in his house because yeah, 100%. Of the, the weights flying up there when he's done with them. So uh, then, then comes the process of trying to repair the gym. Now you you got you got two options, right? You can buy a brand new gym, or I can try and replace the cable. Now I've looked at the cost benefit analysis, and I'm like, look, it's one cable. It's only everything else is in fine working condition. Green, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but Stark's about to open a bowling, and Rory Burns looks like he has already shut his fucking pants out there. Oh yeah, no, he's shitting bricks <laughs> he out there. He is fucking shitting bricks out there. Huge. Mitchell Stark. And they're, and they're all fucking into him too. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Davey, Davey in. I saw Davey there. So, so what's happening is the England player who's about to face a ball, in the first game, the guy who's about to bowl the ball got him out with the very first ball, like the very first delivery, the very first pitch of the whole series, got him out first one. And he's about to face him again. And all of the Australian players are walking, and they're just reminding him, Greeno. Hey, hey, you played that one well last time. Hey, watch that leg stump, mate. Watch yeah. out for that. I'd be saying to him, watch out for that leg stump, and then he doesn't expect the one that's just, like, hitting the top of off, you know? Yeah, that'd be good. Mate, coming yeah. in, coming into your toes, this one is, mate. <laughs> oh, no, he's taking the pussy way out. He's at the non-strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, I think that's why Davey was giving him lip. Oh, dick move. Dick. Dick yeah. fucking move. Actually, you know what? It's worse than a dick move, Greeno. I'm going to call it one of these. Oh, you cunt. It's a cunt move, go. Greeno. Nice, it's Gary. Nice, Gary. <laughs> Gary. All right, let's watch his first ball as Mitchell's car start comes steaming in. Oh, that's wide. That's that's terrible, that. Oh, that's it's a, a Harmison. That's a loosener. That's a loosener. You'll be right. Uh, so, uh, cost bed analysis. Cost benefit analysis. Analysis. There we go. <laughs> Where I'm like, do I buy a new cord? Do I uh, buy a new gym? I'm like, going to go the cord. Then do the research. You know, trying to trying to get the cord. Uh, only place I can get the cord, the length I need, with the attachments I need, appears to be overseas. 
And then with the whole overseas thing, I'm still waiting for someone to order it in May for my son's birthday. Yes, because Greeno, unfortunately, believe it or not, uh, despite the immediate concerns of your gym equipment cord, Greeno, there is, in fact, a shipping, what's called a shipping crisis at the moment. And it's not like one of those crises where it's not actually a crisis and they're just drumming up the crisis. It's actually a crisis. It's a crisis, yeah. It's a crisis. So, yeah, you won't be, anything you order now, you're not getting for a while. Exactly. You know, so they'll gone. just say like they're like, ah, oh, well, too bad. You know, there's yeah. nothing we can do about it. unless you want to swim over and bring it back. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, though, all the stuff I ordered from China seems to arrive pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, it's closer. Yeah, it's closer yeah. than anywhere else. Mm, so. There we go. Yeah. So uh, and they and they own all our ports as well, Greedo. So they well. can just cruise the Chinese ships right in. Mm-hmm. So basically, yes, you know, you're an idiot if you don't order stuff from China now because it's guaranteed express delivery because they oh, own all the infrastructure. Exactly. Uh, so it then end up finding a place that does custom-made cables. Oh, that's nice. So, and it's in Australia. So I'm like, excellent. Bang, there we go. Done the measurements, sent off the order. Beautiful. So set it off. Uh, it comes back a week later. I go to put it back onto the gym, and I realize the end attachment is too thick. Okay. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't fit through the areas I need to fit through. Now, what are I'm your like, what are your fabrication skills like, Greeno? Well, here's the thing. So I, I, I message the I message the company. I'm like, look, uh, here's the thing. Have you got a thinner attachment than the one you put on to the, the thing I ordered? Right. Because it doesn't fit into the gym. Right. Uh, there we go. Four runs there from Hamid. Uh, and they're like, that's that's the thinnest we've got. However, if you've got the old attachment, we can reattach it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you don't you don't only do new attachments; you also do reattachments. That's you nice. Do reattachments. I'm like fucking excellent. I've got the old cable. Um, and then I realised they actually, even though I just paid fifteen bucks for postage, yeah, the place is only like ten minutes from my house. Oh, so you so just said, do a little click and collect, and you're away. Spot on. So I'm like, hey man, I'm not posting this thing back, and I just drop it off. And he's like, yep, bring it on over. Drop it back. Week later, the dude calls me. He's like, look, I had a look at this thing. I can't attach the old bolt to the new bolt. <laughs> it's starting to turn into like a, one of those a current affair nightmare mechanic situations where there's like back and forward and it's like he quoted me $200 to fix the gym equipment and then he said he couldn't get the part and he'd have to wait for shipping. But I know someone who fabricates them, so then I paid them and then they said, oh, look, mate, there's a problem. We can't actually fit it in. It's it's one of those horror shows, Grant. You could go on a current affair. I could. Well, we'll get to the end of the story and we'll see how we go. Right. So – uh, so then he's like, he calls me, he's like, yeah, can't, can't attach it. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Uh, he's like, well, what do you, what are they like? What's the issue? It's the, which particular thing do you need to get it through? Stark and I'm like, to burn screener. There we go. We'll, we'll quickly watch this. Stark comes steaming in, looking pretty good. There we go. Oh, that's good. Right at the wickets there. Well done, Starky. Nice and full bit of movement. Looking good there with the pick ball. Uh, so where he's like, oh, which bit are you trying to get it into? So I, I sent him, he's like, when you get home, send a photo. I might be able to help you out. So send him a photo. He's like, yep, just just drill it out, the hole, to make it bigger to fit the new attachment. I'm like, excellent. Good idea. Now, I don't own a drill bit. Not one? Not one. Oh, I no, thought I do, you had drill bits and then you no, lost no, no. them I, and then you I, bought I, I more. And, yeah. I, I have drill bits, but I have shitty drill bits, right? You have two sets of drill bits, don't you? Because didn't you didn't go out and buy bit. new ones because I you did. didn't know you had the old ones. and Spot on. Yeah. But I've snapped a bunch of them because when I've been doing other drilling. So, so well, hey, like, why are you, are you, what are you drilling for oil? How are you uh, snapping drill bits so frequently? Well, I got this, uh, trying to fix the fence. Okay, what's wrong with the fence? Talk a bit. Let's talk about the fence. 
Well, let's not talk about the fence. Why? What's wrong with out. what's wrong with the fence? Fence is an issue with the latch, and I can't get the latch working, so I need to out drill a hole to get a bigger attachment in there. What, so it's a whole other schmoz. We'll do what, that story okay, next week. Okay, so you're breaking drill bits, trying to drill a hole in a latch for the for the fence. Yeah, because it's too thick. Okay. So it's the drill bits. Right, okay. So I didn't want to do the shitty draw bit. So I was like, look, this is just a very expensive gym. I'll go I'll go to Bunnings. I'm going to get two things. I'm going to get myself uh, a metal file, okay. and I'm also going to get myself a drill bit. So I just buy one. the things. Just one. That's all I need, one but, drill bit. But if you're going through them, why not pick up like a dozen or something? Well, yeah, I'll explain that in a moment. So <laughs> I don't know the end of the story. Don't blame me for ruining it. I thought we're having friendly banter. Dick move. <laughs> oh, so, let me get to the end of the story. The whole show is me interrupting your stories. Because if I didn't, Greedo, it would just be one fucking story from start to finish. And I'd go, I'd go welcome to the starting block. And then at the end, I'd go, all right, that's a wrap. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the Mitchell Stark party was means we're almost out of time. We're almost so, out of time. So, uh, don't go to Bunnies, grab the file, grab the drill bit. Now, if he gets down, a hat trick tonight, I will bring back the party whistle. I guarantee oh, 100%. Yeah. If he If he gets three wickets before stumps, we bring back the party whistle. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Richardson in for his first delivery, Greeno. Oh, I'm about 40 seconds I know. ahead of you. This delay is fucking shocking. I should force mm. you to watch my feed. So, it, are you, where's your feed? On? Like, is it on a separate laptop or something? No, it's on the same laptop I'm doing the show on. It's I've on just the got same a separate laptop you're doing the show on. Okay, well, look at this because I'll tell you what, because I could put it on my screen just in the Discord and then at least uh, we'd be on time. Oh, that's good. See, I'm seeing it 40 seconds later. This sucks, Greeno. No, <laughs> This sucks. Well, hang on. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move my feed back 20 seconds. <laughs> This my way is far less complicated. There's no synchronization that needs to happen. Tell me, we do tell it me my what way. Up there. there we go. I'll show you. Look at this shit. Where are we out to there? Ah, there we go. We got we got a string. I'm gonna watch the string. Okay, can you see it? I can see that. All there right. we go. You got to turn the volume down though, because that's going to annoy me the rest of the show. Is the volume not down? Oh. No, it's still on. Okay. Is it down now? There we go. Now we're right, talking. Now you're talking. So you can see. So now you can see Richardson coming into bowl, and there he goes. Right. And there's the delivery oh, I just watched. Nice. That's what I said. Beautiful delivery. Nice, Gary. Um, so duck on down. Now get to the counter, and I only purchased a file. I had to pick up a hook, and I bought the drill bit. And I wasn't paying attention. I just swiped my card, uh, walked away, didn't think about it. Hmm. And then uh, basically, I get home and I look at the receipt. I'm like, what the fuck was? What happened there? Why was that bill like eighty bucks? I just got a drill bit, a hook, and a, and a file. Yeah. I realized the drill bit, $59. <laughs> $59 for one? For one drill bit. I'm like, ooh, what the fuck is this? No, no, no. I didn't I didn't realize I bought a $59 drill bit. Um, we like to have a not- couple of jokes on this show, and I like to say Greeno's cheap and stuff, um, but I would not I would never pay $59 for one drill bit. I don't care how, I don't care how special it is. I, if, if I pay $60 for drill bits, I expect drill bits. I like, I want a packet of them. You know, I want exactly. a box of drill bits for fifty nine dollars. Yeah. I'm not exactly. doing that much drilling. You know, like so one, one. What am I doing with one drill bit, Greeno? And then that's it. So every every screw in the house that I have to do in the future has to be the same gauge as that exactly. one drill bit because I'm not buying yeah. any more if I paid sixty bucks for one. 100% correct. So basically my plan was then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the oh, – I'm not going to take the drill bit out of the packet, Yeah. leave it as is, 
and then I'm going to try and get the hole big enough using a manual file <sighs> to, to, to get rid of it. Okay. And then if I, do, if I can manage to make the hole big enough to fit the gym attachment, mm. then I can take the drill bit back and get my 58 bucks back. Okay, so but would it have to be like a teeny tiny little file to get in there? Uh, How big is no, your drill bit? Well, it was like a 12, 12 mil. 12 mil. So I was able to get one of the, the circular metal yes. files, and we were all good. So we were fine. So 25 minutes after doing uh, it, it works. Okay. Thankfully, it's big enough. The attachment fits in on my happy days. Fucking taking my $58 drill bit back. And- Richardson made an over, Greeno. His first ever fucking over in test cricket. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. Right, this, is, this isn't his debut, sir. No, no. I mean, well, yeah, okay. I know it's not his debut, but I keep forgetting about those tests that I didn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I care about the Ashes. So the ashes. what made was it, uh, first made test in Australia? Is it? No, he played in Australia before. Did he? I don't even remember yeah. those games. Oh, was that in front of no crowds? Uh, no, no, it was like three years back before he got his... Oh, there we go! You got one? Oh, shit. Sorry, uh, Mitchell Stark just took a wicket. Your feed's too behind and I haven't closed mine off yet. Oh, no. <laughs> we need the fucking party whistle. Oh, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary! Oh, sorry, wait, wait. Yeah, no, so who did he play against Richardson when he played? Uh, Sri Lanka, I think. Sri Lanka. So I don't even ball. remember that scene. Ah, oh, there we go! Nice, Get Gary. Get the fuck out of here, Rory. Stark again. Look at that. He's got himself a bunny, doesn't he? Because it. Oh God. Burns. What is the bunny? Mitchell Stark dominates with the pink ball. I know, but Burns again, though. Like it. Yeah. Now Burns is going to be mentally. He's going to be mentally wounded every time Stark comes out to bowl at him. Now this is like Warner versus Broad in England, mm. Greeno, because Broad absolutely hands Warner his asshole every time they play against every each other time. in England. Exactly. Oh, that's beautiful, Starky. Nice areas. It's um, developing that way already. Burns is pissed. Look at <laughs> Because now he knows Stark's under his fucking skin. They yeah. weren't even going to play Stark before the first test. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give a sorry all, book, They Greener. were always going to play Mitchell Stark before the first test. Yeah, it was just chatter. Yeah. I'm going to give a sorry book to um, the England selectors, Greeno, on behalf of Australia. Because remember... Before the first test, when they didn't pick Broad and Anderson, right? Yeah. Everyone was saying, oh, you've got to pick your two best bowlers. This would have been so much different if Broad and Anderson had played. Now that I'm watching this test in this heat, and the way all the English bowlers, all the quicks were fucking stiff walking off the field. I don't know if you saw them. They were all walking with straight oh, legs was, like yeah. they were fucking wooden puppets, Greeno. Yeah. And including Broad and Anderson. Anderson, I've Anderson was chasing one to the rope, and he pulled up like fucking twenty meters short of it. And I thought, I've never seen Anderson do that before. So yeah. they were after today. It was thirty nine degrees all day. They were spent. They were broken. I reckon halfway through the second session, and it, yeah, they just took about- wickets. Yeah, but they were already yeah. checked out. You know. Yeah, when, they were waiting they for a declaration. As soon as, as soon as that uh, partnership happened between Carey and, and Smith, mm. that that's what broke them. I think if they gotten snuffed Carey them out pretty, pretty quickly after they got Green, they would have been full of beans. But yeah, no such luck. Yeah, he just came out and got what fifty off eighty odd or something, wasn't it? Yeah, there or thereabouts. Yeah, he played perfect. Really well, perfect yeah. keepers innings, like get a yeah, fifty oh, late in the stint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. He played the role perfectly. That's exactly what mm-hmm. get fifty like quickish. You know. Yep. Done. Did exactly what he needed to do and shorted up when we needed. He, he just played it smart. 
Uh, yep. It was a very good innings there by, by Alex Carey. Uh, what was I up to? Drill bit? Yes, I took the drill bit back. Uh, Lazy Lake, do you want to exchange it for anything? I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. What am I going to spend 58 bucks on? Give me my money back. <laughs> so I got my money back. Uh, very excited. Came home. Then I, I try and put the the cable now back in. Then I realize I've got to pull the gym apart to get the cable through. So what, what do you mean, Paul? I oh, see so you got to get it through the tubing of the Yeah, gym. so each, yeah. each individual roller, you have to take the roller out, put the, the cord through, put the roller back in, blah, blah, blah. All good. Greeno, I can I can confidently say that the reason, the main reason why I've never bought a home gym is because gym equipment maintenance is just something I don't have time for, Greeno. I don't. <laughs> that's the main reason. I is just it? don't have time. Yep. That's the only reason. Yeah. It's because, you know, the thought of having to get that weird little cap off the end of the tube. You know, the you know the gym equipment, they have these little plastic caps. That stick yeah. right on, and you got to get like a knife in there and kind of crowbar nah, nah, it nah, out. Nah. Ah, it's fine. And then you got to feed the cable through there, and uh, and I mean that kind of that kind of time time consuming busy work, Greenos. Just I've never yeah. been a fan of that. So that's the only reason only I reason. don't have a gym at home. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and because of that, you know, I'm horribly unfit. There you go. Yeah. It happens. You yeah. know, the, the, the cruel irony. Mm. So, if, finally, if, if only I had more of a penchant for busy work, mm, then, exactly. I'd, then I'd be incredibly fit, Green. I'd be an amazing athlete. <laughs> so, so, a couple of hours later, after pulling the bits apart, putting the cord through, finally get to the final piece, the piece of resistance demo. Yeah. I've got the, the last bit. All, the money all shot. I've, all I've got to do now is get the cord and the attachment into the hole that I've just filed. And I, I go to do it, and it turns out the cable I ordered is fucking 12 centimetres short. Oh, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. <laughs> so I'm back to fucking square one. That's my fucking gym story. That's a lovely story. I like stories about end, pinatas. Out, cable I've uh, specifically ordered 12 centimetres short. So now I've had to go back and wait for a new cable to be built. <laughs> and it's going to have to be shipped, I'm afraid. Spot on, 12 centimetres <laughs> Seems like a good time to go to a break. Eh, Why not? Fuck it. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot. See you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We'd never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. 
Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The impromptu uh, Ashes Super Show, Greeno, because we're just so. Uh, I guess I guess we're both kind of checked out of 2021 now at this point. We're just ready to, you know, kick back, enjoy some Aussie summer, watch the cricket. You know, you know how. Nice it is just to walk around and see people like not wearing masks and stuff, Greeno. Little things, you know, the change little things, little change of pace. Uh, see, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't want to see people's faces. They feel like they can talk to me then. <laughs> You're having too many conversations now. Mm. Nice, Gary. Well, I, still, I still wear the mask no matter what, yeah. even in inappropriate situations. Yeah, I see people still checking in and wearing the masks and, and I, I just kind of, I don't say anything to them, but I want them to say something to me because I, I do genuinely you know, going to these stores and I want someone because here now you have to, what you have to understand is, uh, you know, as of a couple of days ago, apparently Greeno, the unvaxxed, they're allowed to mix out there with everyone else. They're mm-hmm. the unvaxxed are now out of their lockdown. Yeah. And there's free, free rain. Yeah. At least for the summer anyway, for two more weeks, Greeno. Oh, less than that. We, our, our numbers have gone from 200 to 2200 in the space of four days. Yeah. Like, no, numbers the unvaxxed of, will be back in lockdown in no time. It's good. Numbers of cases though. And you know how yeah, many yeah, people yeah. have died? I don't think many. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're distracting from the female group. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Nice, Gary. This this deadly virus is a risk to everyone, and you need to stay inside. Okay, how deadly is it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, people. Oh, I just realised. Uh, Doesn't matter. Sorry, I just realised Shane warns in comments from Mitchell Stark took that wicked, wicked thing of beauty. Ah, uh, so you missed out on Warney. You you don't like Warney, do you? Fuck, he's terrible, mate. He's he's absolutely horrible. He is the he's most right. miserable cunt I've ever fucking seen in a com box. Mm. He can. It took him two overs to start complaining about something yesterday. More miserable two than Ian Chappell, Greeno, question. Oh, no, no, no. Chappelli is the king of miserable. Yeah. Um, but I, you but, love Chappelli, though. No, I don't like Chappelli at all. I like old Chappelli. I, I like I like mid-90s Chappelli. Now he's just fucking old man yelling in the cloud and has been for a bit a while now. He offers he's, he's doing ABC now. Dude, am I wrong? But did he, he not once fucking uh, mouth, like, didn't he once talk a whole lot of bunch of shit about ABC cricket at some point? And he was Possibly like, I'll never work GB, there. Was he? No, like Channel 9, because he was one of the guys who had a lifetime contract with Channel 9. And now, ah, obviously, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and now, obviously, Channel 9 doesn't have the cricket anymore, which is still kind of mm. sad. But, you know, once. Once Richie died, it all fell apart, didn't it? He really was. He yeah. became the twelfth man's vision of him. Um, without Richie Benno, the the nine commentary team just fell away. And then, yeah, hundred like, percent right. You know, like there was no one there prepared to step up and lead. 
they brought in Mark Nicholas, and I, you know what, I miss Mark Nicholas because if you compare Mark Howard to Mark Nicholas, bring me bring back Mark Nicholas. I will, however, uh, very much so. I'm I'm very approving of Isha Gua Greeno. Nice, Gary. Yeah, we talked about this last week. Big thumbs up, to Isha. Back in time from last week. Isha's yeah. sensational. Isha doesn't get enough airtime. That's the problem. They they put warning in for nine stints, yeah. and he doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um. I, we need more Isha in the in in the combo. And more yeah, Isha yeah. on camera as well would also be appreciated. Like just putting. Yeah, Isha's good. Yeah, she is good, good all around. She's a tidy unit. Like Isha. You think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Don't you? Uh, I wouldn't say tidy unit. I'll say cute. We'll throw cute at Isha. Definitely a tidy unit. This is this is high controversy here on the show, Greeno. Mm. High controversy. Nah, I don't think so. No, uh, you don't think, think so? Fine. Okay. Nah, I'm not seeing it. Really? Yeah, okay. I don't get it. Really? Yeah, I, don't, there you go. I don't get how you don't get it. I don't get how there's not anything. I don't get how you can't get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just don't get it. I like her in commentary, though. Nice. She's sensational. She's also, yeah, she's also a brilliant commentator. She's really good. Yeah. Like, oh, I'd have a conversation with her. I just don't want to fuck her. That's just you know, <laughs> how it works. You'd say fucking subtle, mate. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Chauvinist and okay. sexist. No, no, no. That, that needs a conversation. <laughs> Should we do a story time, Damo? Oh, yeah. You want to do another story? Why not? I like stories Thanks about story time. pinatas. Give me a chance to kick back and watch the cricket. <laughs> watch the cricket. Uh, had the uh, had a bit of a, a marriage moment uh, last week. Oh, before last, okay. whatever it may have been. Ooh, this Where, is personal. I had, This is juicy. I will tune in for this. So sometimes, you know, uh, the wife does some things that I feel uh, need to be brought up in a, in a, in a wider forum. Because okay. I'm like, well, hang on, this isn't appropriate. And, and when I raise it with her, going, I don't feel this is appropriate. She's like, nah, it's, it's fine. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. Yep. So I want to put it out here to the blockheads. Yeah. Where, so we, and where, this is what, you know, sorry to interrupt, Greener, but we've done this a lot. But, you know, like, you know, the condiment cold war was basically, war. you know, that, that was a, that was a domestic situation, which then became, mm-hmm. you know, a participation event. And then I could take the evidence from the blockheads who mostly agreed with me, like, you know, yep. nine out of 10. And I could take that mm-hmm. back to the wife and say, look, you know, I was so conflicted about this, I put it to a poll, and I'm afraid to yeah. say that you are in the overwhelming minority on this one. I am correct. And then, therefore, yeah. then we came to an agreement. So this is actually a problem-solving approach that you're dealing with here. Potentially, 100%. Yeah. So uh had, had it over to a birthday party the other week. I talked about it on the show. Mm. Uh, and uh, about a two-hour drive, right? Two-hour drive. Now, the general rule is I drive two places, the wife drives back. Main reason being, I normally alcohol consumption. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, but but on this particular day, uh, I wasn't going to drink, so I was all sweet. I was driving there and back. Didn't didn't matter. I'm driving over now. The general rule is, if you are in control of the wheel, you are in charge of the radio. Correct. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's how. That's how. That's how the situation works. Now, unless I, unless I you chose, give unless you give permission to the passenger, say and say something like, "Hey, why don't you throw something on? What do you want to listen spot to?" Spot on. But it's, and you right. can now, and that and that and that and that permission can be revoked at any time as well. Hundred percent. If you're still in control of the wheel, the, that radio is yours. That's yours. So uh, now uh, we've we've made a lot of trips uh, since lockdown ended, and you know, quite frankly, I don't like radio anyway. So okay. I said to the wife, "Look, you like radio." Feel free to pick whatever you want okay. because second, that's that's half the story. Secondly, I'm going to have uh, <laughs> a podcast in my ear and I'm going to listen to that. 
So listen to whatever the fuck you oh, want to Oh, okay. So you're saying you can listen to whatever you want to, but I'm not going to listen to you or the radio. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, ha, no, no. I only had one. <laughs> so, correction. I only had, I had the opposite butt in. So the ear was still open for wife conversation. You, yeah, you had the ear closest to the wife open, but you're also open. like, but you're also saying, so I'm going to have my attention divided between you and the podcast. Spot on, 100% correct. <laughs> so I'm not like 100% invested in our time together here. No. I'm, I'm just going to pop an ear in and I'm yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Nice, Gary. So I thought this was a nice equitable situation, right? You I get to listen to something I want to listen to. You're a rational yeah. man, Greeno. That's I get to listen to something I want to listen to. The wife gets to listen to music she wants to listen to. And we can like still conversate, you know, we when can we still have converse, to. exactly. Spot on. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> so the wife's happy. She finds the thing. Uh, she finds the station she wants to listen to. She likes listening to the pop shit. It's fine. Yep. Go nuts. I don't care. I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. And as I look over. <laughs> now, I don't care. Before I'm I say, listening to a podcast. As I, as I look over, <laughs> I see some disturbing developments happening. Okay. Because I'm like, whoa, whoa, what just happened there? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, did you just change a preset on my car yeah. to the radio station you're listening to? She's like, yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 well, let's fucking back up a minute. Because we've got, we got uh, the keys, depending on whose key unlocks it, you have your own presets, right? Yeah. So if I unlock the car with my key, it's my presets. Is that true? I've never, I've never yeah. owned a car. That's very fancy. I did say. Yeah, yeah. So my wife opens it with her keys. It has her presets. That's can I just can I just interrupt the story just for I a like moment? I like stories about yeah, yeah. pinatas. But Jai Richardson is about to bowl three maidens in a row. <laughs> and he's fucking bowling sensationally. He's, he's well, bowling like. incredibly well. He's missed the edge on, he's bowled, what, 16 deliveries? And he's missed the edge on 12 of them. These these fucking English batsmen do not want any part of him. They are doing no. everything they can to just get out of the way. They don't want anything to do with him. That's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's bowling good there, Joe Richardson. I understand why they picked him ahead of Nessa originally. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Uh, I like you stories know. about pinatas. So, yeah, they are. Uh, so, the keys, the wife's got her own presets on her set of keys. And then she's just gone and put her own thing on my set of keys. I'm like, well, what's fucking, what did, what did you do that for? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you just added a preset to my key on the radio. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you don't, like, what's the problem? And I'm like, well, it's, it's my radio. Like, you, don't, you don't fucking touch people's presets. And she's like, but you don't even fucking listen to the radio. I'm like, well, maybe I want to. That's the reason they're my presets. And she's like, when was the last time you listened to 88.3? And I'm like, well, not for a while, <laughs> but the principle remains. One day I might want to listen to listen to Liverpool Community Radio and it might just happen to get the frequency. <laughs> <laughs> you just want it there just in case. Just in case. But it's, it's the principle of the matter. They're my presets. Yes. Am I being petty here or am, no, am I wrong? no. I think you can listen to whatever you want, but you can't mess with my presets. I think that's a fair, very fair. Fair assumption, yeah. Very fair. It's like, you know, let's say, I don't know, you, you give someone fridge privileges at your house. Now, you have, yeah. you, know, you know, Greeno has fridge privileges at my house. I assume I have fridge privileges at his house. Like, you know, you just help yourself. Help yourself. All right? Yeah. Now, but that would be like if you gave someone fridge privileges and then they're like, okay, and then they got in there and just started chucking food out. Yeah, so, you know, or, start, like, or started filling up an esky to take home. Yeah. Like, no, 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 now you're taking the piss with the or, food. Or, you know, replacing, like just say you got a nice T-bone steak in there, 
taking the T-bone steak out, putting cat food in. And it's like, hang on, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, well, I'm just changing because I prefer the cat food. And it's like, well, I don't care if you prefer the cat food. In in my fridge, the steak is there. That's where the steak goes. That's my preset, Greeno. Spot on, yeah. Imagine if I started reorganizing your fridge. Exactly. And I'm like, no, no, the pickles pickles now go on row three. Yeah. And you have have read-only privileges in someone's fridge. Spot on. That's a fucking good call. So give yourself a nice, Gary. Because that's that's how the preset should work in each individual's car. Exactly. Uh, Read only. It's read only, no rewrite. And then uh, if you want to enable editing, I'm going to fucking set a macro on that bastard. It's not going to happen. (laughs) Ah, Michael Nisa, about to get the ball for the first time in his test career. Yeah, I want to see him. Richardson, three maidens in a row, Greeno. Fucking oh, nice, Gary. So well. Nice, I like- Gary. Oh, he's had a couple of loose ones, though, but they're just so they, – they're afraid to throw a bat at it. So oh, he wouldn't throw a bat at it. He he's, had, he's had some hittable deliveries, and they're just getting have, out of the way. Have a look at this crowd cheering for Michael Nisa. Yeah, they, right. He's definitely – he's this generation's Michael Bickle. I love he's it. He's a feel-good story. So he's have making, a look at that. He's have making his, his debut. Yeah, that's Average incredible. of 24, economy of 2.84, 236 wickets. And Jesus, oh. best a best of six for fifty seven, right? Yeah. In a Austra- for an Australian quick, that's very good. Like mm-hmm. the Aussie quicks tend to have, they'll have a best like a you know like six or seven or eight or something, but it, it's very rarely in Australia that they do that. Yeah. You know, because Australian cricket, you know, Australian pitches are so true. It's like good, reliable. Most of the time, it's good, reliable bounce, and it's hard and. Uh, you know, the ball comes onto the bat, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, Australian quicks here, they have to develop different skills to elsewhere. Like, so in England, you know, they swing the ball around. They bowl a little bit slower because of their pitches have a lot of grass on it. It's overcast. The ball moves around a lot. Here, uh, not so much. It's about kind watch, of power. Watch Nisa's first delivery here that's actually legal coming up <laughs> in about five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hamid oh. just let it go. So his first no, no, delivery. No, the, the first delivery there, he almost got an edge to to first or third slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he comes in again. Hamid doesn't look too confident. <laughs> He's fucking got a wicket. He just took a wicket. How are you ball. ahead of me again? I'm missing it now. Ah, because I've, I've still got the live stream up there. You son of a bitch. <laughs> fucking well done, sir. So with his second delivery. Oh, in test cricket. He's second test delivery. Cricket. He's just got a fucking wicket. Here we go. Gone. Wow. <laughs> so happy for him. That is unbelievable. That's amazing. Nice, Gary. Nice, what a fucking Gary. story. So this poor cunt, he's been, he's basically been like the sixth man, except, you know, the sixth man in basketball gets to play. Gets to play. This guy's the, the 14th man. He's he, This is Rudy. Yeah, he is Rudy. Is Rudy. Exactly. <laughs> Michael New- Michael Rudy Nisa Greeno, as they call him at the Cricket Academy. <laughs> and they can never take that test wicket away from him. That's fucking so yeah. good. They all walked I, in I'm... there with their shirts off, Greeno, and said, if he yeah. if he doesn't play, I don't play. <laughs> That's, That's why it. Patrick Cummins is on the bench, because exactly. Patrick... Patty. Patrick voluntarily jumped the fence at a COVID, uh, you know, <laughs> at a COVID safety facility and started, he started motorboating random people as he was hey. walking around in there just to catch the coof so Nisa could get a game because that's what have, a fucking courageous Have a look, courageous have a look at all is. these players. This is how much they love Michael Nisa. Have a look at how hard they run in here. Yeah. They love this dude. Yeah. They are so happy for him that he's pl- finally playing his first test. 
Nathan Lyon, fucking nice Gary himself is up nice there. Gary. They've nice all come sprinting Gary. in. Oh, and so out good. comes Joe Root and his team is Root. two for 12 and they've got a debutante who is absolutely on fire. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and remember, and Joe Root's just bowled 20 overs, remember? Yes. Oh, they're spent. They are spent physically and mentally after the last two days, Greeno. And they're coming Ooh. in at night time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's all working against them. If Joe Root can nut out this till stumps, then he he is every bit as good as we think he is. But I like I'm not saying he's not a bad, uh, not a good player. He's clearly he's a, a good one player. Best batsman in the world. He's a number one test batsman in the world, Greeno. But he's never done it here. I've never seen it, Joe. You know, he's never scored a hundred here. You know what oh, I mean? Bullshit! Here comes the fucking rain. Oh, oh wow! What what a start to your test career. So he bowls a wide, <laughs> a half chance, gets a wicket, and then the rain. Wow! So he might. <laughs> oh, there we go. So you're on the different feed, Greeno. Yeah, I know. I, was, I couldn't couldn't get off the actual live feed. I want to see it as it happens. Okay. You're uh, such a cunt because you're like 30 <laughs> seconds in front. So it's you've just given me like literally like 25 spoilers in the last hour. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I was excited for Nisa, dude. I can't help it. Yeah, I know. Um, but we're so not on the same wavelength. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, what was I? Where were we up to? I don't know. What were we talking we're about? We're about to do Unity Day. We're going to do some Unity Day up there. Are we going to do Unity Day? Whatever. Nice, Gary. Oh, shit. You <laughs> just fucking got another edge. God, you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me, man. I'm sorry, dude. You're killing me. I didn't share my screen. At least go to the same. Yeah, all right. If you want to share yours, you share yours. You show me what you've got going. It fell short. It's all right. It's all good. You didn't miss anything. Now watch it. Here we go. Jeez, he's bowling well. (laughs) Oh, they better not be thinking about going off of the rain. Oh. There we go. We closed that stream. Are they going off for the rain or? <laughs> nah, they're not. They're, they're still going. All okay. good. Ah, all, right. uh, all right. Should we? Uh, should we skip you any day? Go I don't know. Break? I think we should skip the rest of the show and just watch the cricket together. <laughs> no show. We just talk the cricket. Yeah. Well, let's go on an ad break cricket. and then we'll do we'll do, we'll do some uh, sport after. We'll the do break some stats and then, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. What do you reckon? Sounds good. All right. Let's go to break. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Mm-hmm. Jesus 
Wait, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? What's you? Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, crazy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Our final segment of the year. We're going to do some Statmans. We're going to do some talk. We're going to kick it out of here. And This show has been a shambles. Uh, we knew it was going to be, but... Uh, we certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, who cares? Mm. Uh, BE saying like you should mirror the feed, but the problem is like if I put it on the screen too long, BE, we will get fucking insta popped, right? Yeah, because the it like it'll automatically pick up that we're restreaming something that we shouldn't be, and then like it's like bang, like we might even get done for that, but it is there. I mean, like see, there is there it is there it is and there it is and there it isn't. Number one and number two. Okay, number on. one and number two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some stat mans, Damo. Bit of uh, cricket stat, stat man. man. Oh, God. I'm, I'm a stat man. This has been a shambles. You know what? It's the last show for 2021. Who gives yeah, a fuck? you can tell. We, we phoned this bad boy in. Yeah. Uh, you, should wait until, got- you should wait until you hear the Daily Boogie tomorrow. If you think this is phoning <laughs> it in. I have literally, I literally have nothing. And, like, I normally, you know, even if I don't think I'm well prepared, like, I put a few put a few items away throughout the week and then I've got stuff and then it ends up being a full show, you know, because, you know, I can crap on about one thing for 40 minutes. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But I literally, I'm going into tomorrow fresh and raw and I have nothing. All I know is it's the last show I'm going to do for a couple of weeks, so I don't know what I'm going to yeah. do. So all about ashes. Go. It's all about the ashes, baby. That's all I care about yeah. right now. Talk about the ashes for, for two hours with the American listeners. I love it. You um, reckon I'll be popular with the Americans if I talk about more cricket. Mm, yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Imagine if you took some Sheffield Shield. Yeah. And I mean, we're talking about cricket. Like you're talking about cricket 40 seconds quicker than I'm talking about the cricket and nobody can see it yeah. or hear it. That's like, yeah. that's a hell of a show right there. A thing of beauty. It is Put a together of one uh, hell of a podcast fin- tonight. Richardson finally concedes a run after four overs. Well done, Jai. Mm. Um... Alex Carey in the first nice, first Carey. test his debut uh, equals the record of eight dismissals by a wicketkeeper on debut. So well done there yeah. to Alex Carey. Jeez, nice, um, he's been good. Like, yes, it's nice to have a wicketkeeper that you're like, yeah, he probably deserves his spot, not just because he's captain. Yeah, yeah. Have, have we have we uh, 
Have we checked Kerry's phone history, though, just to be safe? <laughs> just, to, just to see if he's talking to anyone he shouldn't be. That's it. Consensual dick pics. We just need to make <laughs> sure. It's got, at least it's consensual, yeah. though, with Alex Kerry. Exactly. Yeah, fair call. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Richies. They're cheering on Nisa. That's, that's sensational. Happy it's good days. to see the Richies uh, out there. Man, I'm fucking, you know. Richie Benno, it's good to see the Richies living on in his honour. I love the Richies. Oh, I don't normally care I for think, those kind of, you know, the blue-haired wig guys at the union, mm. uh, union at the origin. Uh, you know, I don't care much for those big groups, but the Richies I'll always love because you, you, when did they start? Like 10 years ago? Because uh, Richie pretty, was yeah. still commentating, I reckon. Richie was still, still, still around when the Richies started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So fantastic stuff from the Richies. Now, oh, this if we is, can, if we can get root, if we can get root or Milan out cheap, I don't even care which one. Uh, geez, like there might be how many? How long have we got left? It can't be long. What another half hour? We've got another hour. Another, another hour from here? Yeah, because England were way behind their overrate again, so uh, they're going to have to extend play for thirty minutes. So we're not finishing until ten thirty tonight. Oh, nice, And look, I was we're, honestly we're down the line after the show. I was honestly, yeah, absolutely. I was honestly a yeah. big skeptic of day-night tests. Definitely, like I was like, no, because I'm a traditionalist. I hate the fact that the rugby league grand final isn't at fucking two o'clock or three o'clock or whatever it was before when yeah. we were kids. You know, I can't even remember what time it was, but it was like just after lunch when we were kids. Yeah. So you'd right. watch like at nine thirty or whatever. You'd watch like the under twenties grand final. Nine thirty, under twenty ones. You'd have the reserve grade at eleven. Yeah. Two thirty. Two thirty. It might have been. Yeah. Be would know. And everything was done. Every, everything was done before the news at six. It was, you yeah. Know, the, the trophy presentation, yeah, all good. After the grand final finished, it would be, you know, it, the sun would be setting kind of feel mm -hmm. and you'd walk around the streets with your football and, you know, kick the football to other kids and other kids would be kicking the yeah. football around and stuff. It was that kind of thing. Now they play the grand final 7.30 or 8 o'clock. It used to be 7.30 uh, at night. Now it's, it's like 9.30. Now, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now they, the now they treat it like a nightclub. It's like it starts yeah. at 10. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous, and you know I'd, I'm just not a fan. So when the day-night test thing was, you know, talked about for years and years and years before, I was a massive skeptic. But now I quite like it. I'm I'm a fan, and it's probably because I'm working day shift now as well. Because like mm. the, I I'm starting to appreciate, believe it or not, I still think daylight savings is fucking stupid, but I appreciate now why people like it. But I'll always yeah. be against daylight savings. But now I appreciate. Because I was out there earlier today, Green, and I'm like 7 p.m. having a nice little cigarette. Oh, no, they're a, going off. They're going off in the rain. I was having a nice little no, cigarette and a beer. Oh, yeah. yeah, look at that lightning right there. Wow. Yeah, they're definitely off. They'll call it for the night now. That's it. Game over. Oh, no, I think they'll, they'll come back. They'll let the storm pass. As soon as the lightning stops, they'll be back out. Oh, I don't know if they've got enough time. I, I they've mean, got plenty of time. This is an hour. Yeah, but the whole process of going off and coming on itself takes half an hour. You know. Nah, they'll be fine because it's not rain. If it was like raining, it'd be different. Well, some but of the players, some light, of the players are actually lightning. stopping and turning, and they're waiting. Look, they're kind of like, is are we really walking off for this? You know, the Aussies definitely don't want to come off. the The bombs are basically no, halfway up the fucking wicket. stand already. Yeah. The the bombs they're, are already off the, off the field. Their bags, they're done. <laughs> yeah. They're on the bus on the way home. Can we done right? It's time to pull out a deck of cards, isn't it? It's time yeah. to have a little cup of tea, I reckon. Two for 17. It's not pretty. So good. Sorry, mate. You were in the middle of a stat man. Yeah, what's stat man? Right, uh, sorry, story stat time, man. mate. Story time. You're talking about enjoying the day night. Yeah, day -night. so now I understand why people like it. 
So 7.30 at night, 7 o'clock at night, a nice cold beer and a cigarette in the sun. Hey, wait a sec. Starkey's out here fucking breaking. <laughs> What's Get he Starkey doing? some hand sanitizer. He's high-fiving kids down the tunnel. Oh, yeah. He's not allowed to do that. Can't do that. COVID. What if one of them's a close no. contact, Greener? What if they've been to the restaurant with Patty? We don't know that. What if every single fan in this stadium was double-vaxxed and wearing a mask and tested negative, but it turns out one of them is a close contact and high-fives one of the Australian players? Would they have to Would they have to be out for the next game? Because that's the precedent we've set, isn't it? Do you know what they're doing in the Premier League in England? They're about to shut it down? No, they're they're calling off whole games. There's like four games that have been called off from the weekend because of fucking close contacts with COVID, Greener. So like yeah, I saw that. a couple of the players are a close contact or they themselves are tested positive. So now they're cancelling games. Again, we're doing mm. it again. They're doing it again, Greeno. Mm. Again. I didn't watch the whole last season of Premier League football simply because I can't watch it when there's no people in the stands. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I need that noise. I need that sound. I love that crowd. <sighs> You, you've got to have the crowd noise, you know. Hundred percent, because the game's boring as batshit without the crowd. It's fucking nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two day night test. You enjoy yeah. it. You out outside having a smoke. Yeah. Well, no, that's it. That's the story. And so I, oh, story. I, I understand why people like daylight savings now. But ah, there we go. You know, I still, yeah, I'm still not in favor of it though. Still skeptic. <laughs> yeah, still a skeptic. Let's do another Ash. Let's do another Ash stat man, there, sir. <sighs> another stat man. I'm a stat man. The covers are going on. It's not a good sign. It's nah, that's all right. We'll be fine. Oh, there's a bit of wind. Um, six for six in Ash's matches that mm-hmm. have Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, and Lying as our bowling attack. Yeah. We've never lost an Ashes match when that's our bowling attack. Is that right? After the first test. There you go. That's six incredible. Nice, Gary. That's nice, good. Gary. Uh, what was my other cricket stat, man? We already done Alex Carey. Ah, oh, here we go. This is from Rick Finlay. Yeah. Uh, I love I love Rick Finlay's work on Twitter. He, the man's yeah, a legend. He's so yeah. He's so good. Now, uh, with the fact that we've had three different test captains for Australia in three consecutive tests. We had, uh, <laughs> wow. We had Dick Pick, we had Dick Pick Painty, and then we had... Uh, <laughs> Why are you now calling him Dick Pick Painty? <laughs> Dick Pick Painty. <laughs> nice, then, then then we had close contact, Pat, and now... They're doing uh, Greeno on the coverage of the cricket. They're doing slow-mo replays of the lightning. <laughs> you got to. That's how we pat out airtime. It's all those fucking warnings not sitting there talking about plum chicken or something again for 25 minutes. You know, the, purple, the way that lightning reflects off the frame of the camera with that nice purple tinge reminds me of a nice dish of chicken and plum sauce, Greeno. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck off. One. Chicken uh, and plum sauce. Chicken and plum sauce. He crapped on about that for two overs straight. Yes, he did. I'm like, talk about the fucking cricket. <laughs> so, if he talked uh, about the cricket, you'd be sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake, Warney, loosen up. <laughs> talk yeah, well, about plum sauce. Because he's a miserable cunt. He just fucking complains about everything. You just hate him. <laughs> That's what it is. I just, yeah, because he's the worst commentator. Good cricketer, <laughs> shit person, worst is, commentator. For you, for, in your opinion, is he better or worse than James Brayshaw? Worse. Oh, sorry, no, no, sorry. I'd, I'd listen to Warney over Brayshaw. You'd listen to Warney over Brayshaw. What about slats? Oh, we got some slats news here, Greeno. Oh, we do have some slats. Okay, okay sorry. Can I quickly do the stat, man? Yeah, first time man. since uh, first time since eighteen eighty four, we've had three captains in three tests. Yeah. There you go. Uh, last one was uh, Murdoch, Horan, and Massey. Eighteen eighty four. Yeah, last time that uh, 
I'm assuming. So who was the second one there? Horan. Uh, I'm guessing he didn't send any dick pics. <laughs> sent by Morse code though. Like you know. You, you, to, to, to send a dick pic in 1884, you had to hire yeah. a guy to paint one. Yeah, and then <laughs> and post it. Just yeah, stand there with your dick out in front of this guy for like <laughs> an hour oh, wow. as he paints because it wouldn't be a female artist, Greeno. Correct. She wouldn't be shuffling around up there, you know, doing man work. Mm. So you'd get a guy in to take a vi- or one of those or one of those cameras that you had to put the fucking gunpowder in, Greeno. Yeah, <laughs> like in the in the Roadrunner cartoons. <laughs> Yeah. What what do you reckon? Can, can we have one of our listeners? Is BE in the chat? We haven't given BE any homework for a while. No, uh, I think BE was in the chat. And now he's he's left long ago. Wise, good call. Yeah, good call. Uh, if he is, uh, if you listen back to the podcast, BE, do us a solid. Yeah. Can you find out what the Morse code is for send nudes? <laughs> I think it's. Pretty sure. I'm yet I to like be proven it. wrong. Put it that nah, way. Nah, good, good call. Ah, uh, you want to do a, a court dates? Ah, uh, yeah. I think you want to do this court date. Isn't this Michael Slater? Oh yeah, we're doing Michael Slater. Yeah. Michael Slater, former uh, one of my favourite cricketers growing up, Michael Slater. Uh, now commentator who Greeno despises. Michael former Slater, commentator. former commentator. He yeah, he did. Got sacked for being under domestic violence uh, <laughs> allegations. issues, allegations. Yeah. Michael Slater is soon to walk free on bail after his lawyer told Manly local court. It's always, all of these things always happen in fucking Manly, Greeno. Manly is a cesspit for professional athletes. For whatever reason, they all go to Manly to fuck up. It's always in Manly where you hear of a football player, you know, fucking punching out a taxi driver or, you know, getting into a fight with a, a security guard at a, at a nightclub. It's always in Manly, Greeno. I don't know why. What is it about Manly that attracts these people? Hear me out here. Yeah. Do you reckon it has something to do with the fact that they're rich pricks and have never had to actually face responsibility in their life? Could be. Yeah. But why Manly, though? Why are they drawn there? Well, it's just rich. You've got to, you got to have a lot of money. It's, so all, it's rich, but it's also, it's also like North Shore grommet, surfy, like apartments. You know, yeah. people... Uni students living in fucking share apartments and stuff. There's a lot of that going on there too. Yeah, true. So, you know, anyway. Uh, Michael Slater is soon to walk free on bail after his lawyer told Manly Court, local court the 51-year-old, quote, slipped up once last night sending, quote, 66 texts and 18 calls to his ex-girlfriend despite an AVO, which is an apprehended violence order restricting him. So he slipped up once, Greeno, by sending 66 text messages. <laughs> now, mate, me, me and you are best friends. We've been best friends for the better part I just of love, 30... lo- I just love lawyers sometimes. Fucking oh, <laughs> What the what balls? He made one mistake by sending 66 texts. Like, what fucking, what guy would say that to your face? What an wow. asshole. Uh, we've, been friends for, we've been friends for 33 years. I don't think yeah. I've ever sent you that many messages and called you that many times no. in the space of. I don't think I've given you that many calls in my lifetime, to be no, honest. I don't 18, think so 18 calls, was it? No, yeah, 18. I think I've phoned you 18 times. No. I've definitely sent you 60 odd text messages, but it's normally about the cricket. Yeah, um, we did 60 today, I reckon, <laughs> during, I the, during the play. Hundred percent, but definitely not eighteen phone calls. That's 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 a bit excessive. It's very. I, I excessive. think there might. I think there might be something to this apprehended violence order. Yeah. Someone who thinks it's reasonable to message sixty six times. I want to know though. This is important. Did he send sixty six texts without a without a reply, or were there replies peppered in there? 
Because yeah. if you think about it, 66 without a reply, that's fucking lunatic crazy. But what if he sent 66 after getting 65? You know what I mean? No, no. See, well, no, I, I need to know that, that ratio, that, though. That's a fair point. But the fact that he made 18 phone calls makes me think that there was no response. Right. Because why else would you call 18 times? It's like you call like, hey, can you pick up some milk? Oh, shit, I forgot this thing. I better call him a second time. Yeah. Oh, I better call him a third time. Oh, I forgot this. No, no one calls 18 unless they're a psycho. Okay, and what? Um, and also, what's the time frame, though? Because they don't put that in the thing. So what if it was 18 calls over 12 years? Yeah, well, I don't think he's had the AVO for 12 years. So I'm no, pretty sure this is all within a day. You know, I'd like to know. Well, if it's one day, then he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a reason there's an AVO in place, and he's just got arrested for, for calling oh. 18 times in 66. Nice, Gary. No, nice, Gary. No, Fuck nice, Gary. Give him a you can't. Oh, really? We're going to give him a U-cut? Yeah. Okay. We need to get some Manus Labashane on the board too. Oh, 100%. We need more Manus. Uh, all oh, our soundboards are now going to be crippling. Yeah. <laughs> How about the ICC fining uh, Travis for that? Yeah. So this, this soundbite that, that Greeno's referring to, actually, you know what? I'll do this. This soundbite that Greeno's referring to. Oh, you cunt. Oh, you cunt when he misses it, which is a perfectly natural Australian response to missing a shot, mind mm-hmm. you, to say, oh, you cunt. Uh, is it stumps? I think it's stumps. Nah, not stumps. Well, the crowd's fucking off. So, I mean, look at all the empty seats, Greeno. No, they're, they're, they're pulling the covers off, aren't they? I thought they were, but why is everyone leaving? Oh, no, wait. They're, they're about to get these wickets out. Oh, this is not good. Oh, no, it's raining a bit heavier now. This is not good. Damn it! We're going to be robbed of our nighttime cricket now. This is we yeah. Are. This this is not good. We yeah, no, nah, because basically for them to play more, they'd have to be done in seven minutes. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Mm. It takes them longer than seven minutes to get these things off. Look, the yeah, stumps true. are coming out. It's it's over for the day. So poor poor Nessa, he just got on a fucking roll. He could add two or three tonight. Yeah, easy. Jai Richardson still only gave up one run in four overs. Yeah, yeah, he was on fucking target too. Um. Mm. Yeah, so this, what happened here? Oh, you cunt. Which, again, is a perfectly natural Australian response to missing a shot. Uh, he got fined. How much did he get fined for that, Greeno? Oh, I didn't actually bother looking it up. He okay. got fined something. He and got that fined was worth, something. Because that was worthy enough for, to give them a you cunt, the ICC. Fucking oath that's a you cunt to the people who fined him because, hey, no, 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 the audio, the, the talk on the field is not, it's never been for you. No, it's there for entertainment. So if you don't want him to say it, get the fucking microphones out of it. Yeah, turn the mic off. Yeah. Turn the fucking mic off. That's bullshit. So you can't start – we can't allow fucking broadcasters to dictate, uh, you know, the behaviour of athletes while they're playing the game. Like, that's fucking nuts. How how Uh, is that allowed to happen? Whatever, 15% of his match fee is what he got fined. Yeah, and people will say, oh, it's not that much money. He's earning a lot. It doesn't matter. It's the principle. This is how these things start. We don't want our athletes to be fucking robots. We don't. We're sneaking microphones in there and expecting them to live up a a particular thing. No, no, get the microphones out. If you've got a problem with the bad language, get rid of the microphones. It's as simple as that. Which brings up a dick move. You dick. Because even even though Marnus Labashane went on to get his 100, just he kind of crawled over the line after a couple of fucking lives, but whatever. Five for, five for 103, Marnus was. Five for 103. 
So yeah. he was, you know, it was the it was the tea break. It was a drinks break or something, and they're interviewing him during the yeah, during like the that. match. Yeah, and it's like, like this is too much. Let him focus on his hundred. Like yeah. I don't like when the cameras go into the AFL games, Greeno, and they watch the players sing the song. I don't like that because I'm See, like that's their with, time. That's the players, but. No, but He's that's their the time. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. During the game is is even ten times worse. Don't get me wrong, but that's how much like I'm against it. It's like I don't mm-hmm. even like them doing. They shouldn't be robbing the players of that time. Like after you win a big game or something, that should be their time to fucking celebrate. You know, at at least crickets. See, this is the thing. This is how this shit starts, right? Doing little on the field interviews when it wasn't before fining players for swearing during a game that they're playing because mm-hmm. people at home heard a swear word. Like that yeah. can't be, that cannot be allowed. We can't allow yeah. that. So, and that's how it starts. And now you watch in five years, they'll have fucking cameras in the cricket dressing room like they do football. And they'll yeah. they'll be doing interviews in the dressing room. Because up until now, cricket has been very strong on when you know you're not coming into our fucking dressing rooms ever. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want you in there. And they've been stronger. But you watch. They'll just chip away, chip away, chip away. They're already giving interviews on the field during the No, no. The play, they're they're so. in the dressing rooms for that um, Amazon Prime doco they did in the Ashes. Yeah, no I, I'm, no. I mean, like, as a fixture of the coverage, like every game. You know what I mean? Because oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know how now after a, a game of footy, it's just it's just assumed that the camera is going to be in there and BT or fucking Andrew Johns or whoever is going to be in the dressing room with the microphone yeah. giving interviews and that doesn't happen in cricket but you watch it will because they've they allow it to get so far and the broadcasters when, which are really fight. being ruled by the sponsors yeah. they you know so basically it's the corporations that are raping sports for for profit you know, at the same time, they also give them like a lot of sponsorship money. But what do you think they expect in return? That's it's it. yeah, the it's evisceration all about, of is, tradition. Is the price right? Hundred percent correct. Yeah. Ah, uh, Damo, let's end the show on the F one fast. Yeah. So, May uh, I, Verstappen I made is the champ. Sorry, Verstappen is the champ. He is now. Uh, I, I made. I decided. Look, it's the last race of the year. You put this money on Hamilton, first- didn't you? No, no, I put money on Verstappen. Oh, um, nice. nice Gary for uh, you. Nice, nice Gary. Nice Gary. He would have been the underdog, wouldn't he? He was. He was yeah. paying 250 odd. 250 is uh, good, isn't it, in a two horse race? A two horse race, yeah, fucking earth. Yeah. And I got him before he got on pole either as well. Oh, so lovely. the odds were way shorter. Yep. Um, but at the same time, uh, basically, uh, the situation has occurred where I, I thought I'm going to stay up. I'm like, I haven't stayed up to watch an F1 race in forever because I just watched the replay the next day. I didn't care yeah. if I know the result. I just watched the replay. It's all good. It was a hell of like, a, it was a hell of an end to a hell of a season, apparently. It was, yeah. Exactly. It was a hell of a championship. I'm like, I'm going to stay up and watch it. And fuck, I'm glad I did because it was a farce. farce. Uh, shit, I didn't believe it was going to happen. So let's have a look at how hard Lewis Hamilton, and I hate to say it because we fucking hate him, mm. was stitched up in this race. So, nice, Gary. So Lewis was uh, second on the grid behind Max. Off the start, Max got a really slow start. Lewis Bogged it down. Gets, ahead, gets ahead of him on off the straight. All good. Gets to turn five. And as I predicted last week, Max fucking drives straight towards Lewis, basically going to hit him. Lewis managed to avoid it, has to go off track, uh, and as a result, uh, cuts the corner 
And then Max was like, well, he cut the corner. And they're like, well, hang on, Max. You fucking, the only reason he cut the corner is because you were going to drive into him. You had to avoid the accident. And you have to remember as well, the context of the race was if they both crashed out or they both failed to score points, Max would be the champion. Spot on. Because he he had more race victories. Exactly. So uh, then Lewis ends up building up a 10-second lead in, in the race. And you'd but, be yeah, and 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 at at a ten second lead, if you were Red Bull, you'd be fucking panicking at that point. You'd be like, "This exactly. is getting away from us. He's getting away from us. We can't let this happen." So what they did is they then said, uh, "Sergio Perez, whose tires were shot at that point, like Sergio, uh, we now want you just to stay out there yep. and hold up Hamilton." Yep. So he sat there and just basically parked it in the middle of the road to hold up Hamilton. So Verstappen took his ten second lead. Uh, there was a 10-second lead down to nothing. Which, and I've got to be honest here, I do That's not fine. have one single problem with teammanship. Like, I don't have a single problem with sportsmanship in F1. People yep. like, you, there are people who are like racing purists who are like, no, no, mm. no, he shouldn't be allowed. And it's like, come on, man. It's a fucking, it's a team sport, believe it or not, Formula One. It is a team yep. sport. And if they can fucking get their teammate to run blocker on someone and hold him up, hey, that, as far as I'm concerned, that's fair game. You should have had a better right. strategy. You should have avoided him. Exactly. No, that's fair call. So then after uh, Lewis passes him, Perez pits, Lewis then reestablishes a five-second lead mm-hmm. only for a virtual safety car to pop up. Yeah. And then Max gets to stop for new tyres at half the pit stop time. Yeah. So. <laughs> So after that, Lewis then has an 11-second lead. He had a hell of a drive. Like he fucking drove the tits off. But he was on hard tires that were like 45 laps old, and Max was on brand-new medium tires. Then with five laps to go, he managed to maintain that 11-second lead. So Max has got to make up over like two seconds a lap, Mm -hmm. which is then out of the realm, and and Lewis is going to win the championship. Then Nicholas Latifi crashes with five laps to go. Ridiculous. So so much tension right to the last fucking. The full safety car is deployed, and then Max is then allowed to put soft tyres on and not lose any spots. But in between him and Lewis are five back markers. Right. So the race control then goes down and go, look. Wave them through. No, basically – until the car's cleared, the crashed car and the rate laps and the tracks all cleared up. Can't wait. You can't me. allow the back markers to get through. So that took four, uh, three laps. Jesus three and a half Christ. laps. But they said, "Look, we don't have time to let all the cars through." Were the commentators so, were, were 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 Mercedes legit pushing for? Let's just end this under fucking safety car. Like let's just cruise. No, over they weren't. The no, they, they were quiet. Okay. Red Bull, on the other hand, were like, "Oh, this is bullshit. You need to let all the let, let the cars through." Yeah. So then, what the the race director comes on the radio to both the teams and go, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys one lap to race, but we can't let the cars through." So then Red Bull's blowing one, up. And one, then sat- lap, one lap to decide but, the championship. But, but then you've got Lewis on fucking 45 lap old tyres yeah. and Max on brand new softs. Why didn't Lewis come in? Uh, because if he did, Max then would have had track position and taken him. the lead. And, yeah, and so exactly. Max would have stayed on his mediums and Lewis exactly. would have gone onto his softs, but Max would have just stuck it in the middle of every fucking corner. Well, no, no, because Max's mediums were only four laps old. Yeah, yeah. So he, he Lewis could have put, Lewis could have put the soft tires on. Wouldn't matter because Max would just block him anyway. He he would just drive into his front wing. He wouldn't give a exactly. fuck. He'd race so over. Lewis so had no, what, no choice but to stay out there. Yep. But then out of the blue, race director. Well, that's comes on that's the radio. on McLaren though, isn't it? Strategy no, no, no. Let me finish. So then 
after they've said we're not going to let the the lap cars undo they then changed their mind or half changed their mind and said well now we're just going to let the unlap the lapped cars in between lewis and max through the rest of them are going to stay where they are fuck it we're going to change the rules go nuts so then with half a lap to go they let the other cars through max overtakes lewis and races over max wins the championship mm. never happened before so mercedes then disputed the the race result which, to be fair, you know, okay, I understand the first appeal, which was fair enough. All right, you appeal once. Everyone appeals once all the time. Yeah. And then, but then they carried on like little fucking bitches about it, Greeno. No, they've withdrawn their appeal. They're just like, look. No, 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 they've, with, with, they've withdrawn it now, but it was like almost a week of just fucking whinging and oh, moaning and appeals wait, and fucking, oh, you, we're going to fight this out it, in court. And it's like, uh, no one wants – Lewis wouldn't no even – Lewis is such a fucking dickhead, but even I will acknowledge that he would not want to win a championship that way. And that's kind of what happened. Lewis basically said, guys, you need to withdraw Let it go. Let, Let it, it go. go. <laughs> Fuck it. We got stitched up. Come back right. next year, you know. Well, they're, now they're saying Lewis is going to retire. They're like, fuck it, he's had enough. He's won seven more championships. He's got nothing to race for. He's been fucked. He was fucked over hard in this race, man. Like, I could not believe it happened. They just flat out changed the rules because the rule is you let all the cars unlap themselves, right? Yeah. But but if they did that, they couldn't have done the final lap because you got to let every car get past and there wasn't enough time to do it. So, like, fuck it, we're just going to let the cars in between Lewis and Max get through. Everything else, can, everyone else can stay where they are. It doesn't matter. Never happened before in F1. It was it was a, a fast, Amo. A fast. fast. Dick move. You dick. Uh, so there we go. So, That's the end yeah, of the F1 on, on, you know, Lewis wouldn't want to f- win a championship that way. But at the same time, um, Verstappen doesn't strike. I think he's happy to just have the championship next to his name regardless of how he got it. I think he's more of that kind of a guy. Like, he just wants the, the stats. He's like a Nicky Lauda. He wants the total. He wants the... He wants the he wants the what looks good on paper, you know. Hunt yeah. wanted to look good, like he wanted to look good on camera, and Lauda mm. wanted to look good on paper. And I think yeah. Verstappen is similar. Like uh, you can't tell me Lewis Hamilton doesn't want to look good on camera. He loves looking good on camera. It's his oh, whole 100%. fucking persona. He does fucking he does cologne commercials in denim vests, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he did. No one likes being on camera more than fucking Lewis Hamilton. Whereas Verstappen just wants. But I think, you know, 20 years from now, because that was Verstappen's first championship, was it not? Uh, it is, yeah, 100%. And I reckon 20 years from now, let's say what happens if, let's say this, and this is a possibility, what if that's Verstappen's only one? What yeah, if he be, never it, wins it again? He will forever. Exactly. And publicly he'll never admit it because he's a proud nah. kind of stubborn European. But, a fuck with. Yep. but 20 years from now, if that's the only one, he'd look back and go... You know, I don't know if yeah he 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 would have thought I wanted to win like you know crossing the fucking finishing line with the checkered flag and like pumping the fists and he would have wanted to win it legit, you know. But he won't admit it now. But twenty no, years from now, if it's his only it. one, he will. Yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, yeah, definitely a hollow victory there there for Max. Not yeah. the way you want to win a championship, but and no one, it is what and it no is. one wanted Lewis to lose more than me and Greeno. That's the oh, thing. hundred percent. Like I said, the the way it went down, it, it was such a situation. Like I said, I had money on Verstappen, yeah. so everything in my, in my gut was one. I think Lewis is a wanker. Secondly, I had money on Verstappen, and I got to the end of the race, and I'm like, that was that was wrong. Like, yeah, it really wasn't right. Like it was. 
it just, yeah, it was a, uh, it was the worst ending to it. It was, it was the most exciting, but also the worst ending to an F1 season I've ever seen in my life. I, rem- um, the, I reckon the worst ending to a Formula One season that I've seen is Felipe Massa losing to Lewis Hamilton, and that was oh. Lewis Hamilton's first championship, wasn't it? No, wasn't that Kimi that won it that year? No, no, I, I think it was Lewis because. Oh no, it was Lewis because it was Yano uh, Massa. Yano Trulli. Yes, Yano truly yeah. held up Felipe Massa. And Lewis and all Felipe had to do, I think he had to finish sixth. And Yano no, it truly was the opposite. No, Massa it? won the race. Yes. And uh the the back truly the, the let racer, Hamilton go. Truly let Hamilton through. It wasn't truly, it was someone else, but someone who used to race with Lewis in the junior. It was category. a Toyota, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so Yano was truly later. was one driver in a Toyota. It was the other dude. Fuck. Uh going to annoy me now that I, I don't know the answer. But, yeah, someone let Lewis through, which then gave him just one championship point ahead to get ahead of Felipe Massa. And so Massa's family's going nuts in the fucking yes. in, the, in the garage. And then next thing you know, like, oh, and oh, on the it was cheap. like on the second last corner or the last corner where Lewis overtook the other guy where he let him through and Lewis became champion. And that was Lewis Hamilton's first victory. I think that was his first championship. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And, and he was still at McLaren. And he was, yeah. So, and Felipe, I remember that Felipe Massa's dad bawling his eyes out in pit lane because his son had lost at his home Grand Prix in Sao Paulo and Brazil, Greeno. And so there's, there's it would have been. There's a YouTube clip called yeah. Felipe Massa, the 39 second champion. The, yes, that's right. He was, he was the Formula One champion for 39 seconds until Lewis overtook one more car. And oh, well, he didn't overtake it. that car. He let him T- through. T- I knew a Sabu G. Timo Glock. Timo Glock. That's right. Is who he passed. Nice carry. Nice carry. Yeah. So that you know, things come full circle. Now Max Verstappen has won his first championship in similarly controversial in circumstances. <laughs> Poor Felipe. He was like. So maybe huge, Max. Maybe Max will go. Maybe Max will go on and win seven more now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just like Lewis did. Hold on. <laughs> He's not going to retire. That's PR bullshit just drumming him up. Uh, he just, has he got a he contract got made... negotiation on fucking some? No, he doesn't. He's already signed up. But, okay. you know, look, what does he have to drive for, though? Like, to be honest, he's already he's, he's already a factor. I know why he wants. Got... I know why he wants because he wants to beat wants Schumacher. Schumacher won seven championships. Lewis can't retire yeah. on seven. He wants number eight. He wants to mm. be the best because Lewis is such a fucking arrogant prick. He, yeah. he, he'll race till he's 60 if he only has seven. He'll just keep going until someone kills him. Mm. You know, and good luck Maybe. to him because Schumacher, I mean, look at all the best Formula One drivers in history. They're all cunts, most of them, aren't they? They are. Like, you look at them, yeah, Prost, fuckwit, Prost Senna. Senna was lovable. Yeah, no, Senna was lovable, though. He, he, was was, lovable, he wasn't arrogant. He was just Italian. Yeah, no, he, he was Brazilian. He was Brazilian, Italian, whatever, close enough. Uh, Schumacher, out <laughs> of a cunt. Schumacher um, was a cunt. Yeah, but fucking great drivers. Interesting, Vettel, who we hated on for a long time, he's yes. such a likable dude. He is. <laughs> he really is. He's really good. I really, I'm really, I've, I've turned the corner on Sebastian Vettel now that he's not fucking over webs, the camper milk kid himself. Yeah. Um, and after he, after he won his couple of championships, that's when he chilled out. I reckon because he was like, well, I've proved myself now. You know, that's good enough. Yeah, he just kind of relaxed. He's good. I, a bit I, like, I like uh, Nico Rosberg. Nico Rosberg was a prick until he won a championship, and then all of a sudden he was a nice guy. He's good, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like everyone hated Nico Rosberg. He won his he won one championship. Remember, he beat Lewis. 
Yeah. He won that one championship. He basically didn't he retire the next year. He did. Yeah. He, he got the championship. He's like, I'm done. He's I'm like, I'm out. I've won my one championship, and he was out. And now he's a super chill guy who occasionally does, you know, pit commentary. Spot on. Uh, random stat man off the top of my head. I heard uh, I'm the a race with Verstappen winning, it was the first non-German, non-British driver to win the championship in like fucking 15 years since Kimi Räikkönen, I think. Yeah, is that right? Because it was uh, Lewis, 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 Rosberg, German, yeah. and then Lewis, Lewis, then Vettel, 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 German. That's right. And then Lewis, Lewis, and then Kimi was before that. So it's been a long while between uh, anyone other than a German or a Brit winning the championship. That's incredible. So, why do yeah, the why, it's like World War Two? They never stop fighting. <laughs> So why are the why are the Germans and the Pommies like the Pommies were never particularly good at F one. They had Damon Hill. He was okay. Nigel Mansell Nigel was okay. Mantle. Hunt was okay. You know they were never they were never the Germans were better. The Italians were better. The Brazilians were better. You know, but then like I guess it's Lewis Hamilton. Lewis. It's the Lewis yeah. effect. He's pretty good, man. He's. But we don't like him. Yeah. He's, he's a good racer. Like the he way is. he came back in this championship. Like again, I, yeah. I, I hate to give him credit, but I kind of have to. He, he raced. It was all. It was all over five race. But five races before the end of the season, they were like, "Ah, oh, it's over." For, for, it's it's over. Yeah, there was no way. Like uh, basically, Lewis had to win three of the last five races, yeah. and he probably should have. He won. He should two have won of the last four. three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was an unbelievable driving it. Yeah. What can you say? Yeah. Uh, nice to actually be excited about F1 again for once. It's it been is, yeah. a, a long while. I'm keen it's to a, see how Ricardo goes next year. I've got big hopes new, for him. New regulations next year, yeah, man. Yeah, it like, changes everything. I, 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 it's 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 kicking over the buffet table, you know? like It is, yeah. Everyone starts from scratch again, basically. So, yeah, they've got a whole bunch of new things. Like the the tire width's different. Like it's, it's basically brand new cars. So this should hopefully bring the packs together. A bit closer together. Yeah, um, and we say it, that every time there's new regulations, but and, well, and it. it's the teams who have been preparing for the rule changes who are going to be the best off. Exactly. And when I think the of have been having to develop, yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking it's going to be a big opportunity for teams like your Williams Greeno to just come out of the blue. Maybe someone back down the back of the field will might just get a hot car. You know, that like an happens. Al- an Alpine, perhaps, with Fernando Alonso. Yeah, that'd be a nice one, wouldn't it? I'd like to see Fernando have another good crack at one, wouldn't you? 100%, mate. I, 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 I love once him. Again, Fernando, love him. a bit arrogant, a bit of a dickhead, yeah. but at the same time, want to see him do well. Probably my favourite, you know, I don't think I've ever admitted it, but probably my favourite racer over the last 20 years, which would make him my favourite racer. You've I've admitted always it on this backed show him up. hundreds of times. Have I? Because <laughs> I remember you, we used to argue about it at first because you never really liked Alonso, and I'm like, he's I still don't so like good. Him. He's so yeah, fast. He's, he's good. I just don't yeah. like him. It's just because he drives. He basically drives a Formula One car like a rally car. He kind of throws it, was, it around the corners. He's a he's a madman. <laughs> like it was that it was best. that year when he was Lewis's teammate. Yeah, because this rookie was doing just. Remember as well when he grew a beard? So that the, the team manager of <laughs> McLaren was in, there was apparently a rule in the McLaren garage: you're not allowed to have a beard. He hated beards. For that, like, I give him a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Because I don't like beards either. I reckon beards make you look like a fucking homeless person. Hey, go fuck yourself. No, I mean it. I fucking hate beards. So I like a nice, clean shave. You know me. So Bruce, I guess it was Bruce McLaren, was it? No, it couldn't have been Bruce. Who was the name of the guy who took over? Oh, come on, man. He was around for years. Ron Dennis. Ron Dennis. So Ron Dennis had this rule, no beards are allowed in his team. Halfway through the season, Fernando Alonso is getting the shit. 
because the other guy is getting the preferential treatment. And Alonso's like, hang on, I'm the cunt who's won two world championships here. I'm the man. I'm supposed to yeah, be the I'm man. Yeah, I'm the one driver here. Yeah, but of course he was joining a British team, and they're going to back. They're going to back their young British fucking hotshot driver, aren't they? Well, Every it wasn't day even that. Week. It wasn't even that that year. It was just they gave him an even playing field. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, I'm meant to be number one. You're meant to be making him do what I tell him. That's much. right, because that's the yeah. culture. That's the culture he came from. The European racing culture, like, is mm. different to the British racing culture. Britons, Britons don't consider themselves to be Europeans. I don't think. Yeah, they consider themselves to be British. And Europe, you know, people in mainland Europe, they're Europeans and the British people are British. So they have a different approach to these things. And, you know, Fernando's used to fucking people rolling out the red carpet at this life. At this at that point in his career, he was the man. He was the fucking big swinging dick in Formula One. Mm-hmm. No one could come near him. And he was pissed that, you know, they were giving this young fucking upstart from dear old England, you know, giving him, you know, what he perceived as preferential treatment, which is which was in reality even treatment, which according to Fernando was preferring uh, giving preferential treatment to the other guy when you should be preferring me, uh, yeah, preferencing me. <laughs> yeah. So he got the shitty of that. And so Ron Dennis had this rule like you're not allowed to have a beard. So halfway through the season, he starts growing this fucking really manky homeless person beard, and mm-hmm. he refused to shave it. Yeah. So he's he's in he's getting into the race suit. And it was so petty. It was the pettiest thing I've ever seen a millionaire do. Very childlike. Like, yeah. Very childlike. So he's purposely grow and he would constantly like get on camera with this beard. And you know, they were openly talking about it. It's like everyone knows Ron Dennis has this rule, no beards, and here he is with this fucking beard. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what a fucking petulant child he was. It was fucking hilarious, and I loved it. I fucking love uh, Fernando Alonso. He's the best. Nice Gary to Fernando Alonso. No, Pet- petty Gary. child, Fernando Alonso. Nice petty Gary. child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's finish up the show with an NBA stat man, Damon. Stat man. I'm a stat man. Uh, tip of the hat to Steph Curry. Now the all-time leader in three-pointers made in a regular season with 2,974. He did it in 511 fewer games than Ray Allen to break the record. Wow, that's fucking insane. What? Nice, Gary. Hang on, how many games? 511. That's the no. equivalent of, hey, what are you talking about? That's fucking, that's a lot of seasons. That's about five, six seasons. Well, it's 80 games in a season. Yeah, fuck. Jesus yeah. Christ. Unbelievable. Now, everyone, everyone might sit there and go, well, nah, it's fine. It's just because they throw up more three-pointers in the modern game. How about this, though? Career three-point shooting percentage in regular season games. Larry Bird, 37%. Yep. Dale Ellis, 40%. Michael Adams, 33%. Reggie Miller, 39%. Ray Allen, 40%. Yep. Oh, who leads the three-point shooting percentage? Steph Curry, 43%. Wow. Nice, Gary. So it's not that like, he may take more shots, but he also is more accurate than anyone. Yeah. So that that, that bullshit <laughs> argument doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, exactly. he takes more shots. Yeah, but he gets more in too. You idiot. He's six percent more accurate from three point than Larry Bird. Yeah, and like four percent more than uh, Reggie. And but I've got to be honest here. Like when you're reading it, when I heard Reggie Miller, a smile came over my face, and I thought, I love Reggie Miller. I, we love both it. we both loved Reggie growing up. But when we were watching basketball, when I was watching basketball, anyway. Um, I, I've never with any other player, I never thought when they got the ball in their hand going for a three, every time Reggie went for a three, I just assumed that it was going in and it's that's, in. he's the only player like that for me. hundred percent. Like if you ask me for the last, you know, 20, how long have we been basketball fans? We've probably been watching basketball for our whole lives, pretty 30, much. Yeah. 30 plus years now. 
Um, the best shooter I ever saw during that time. You asked me, and I didn't even think. I'm like Reggie Miller. Reggie, Reggie Miller's the best shooter. Yeah. I don't care that Ray Allen had the most percent, like most shots. He actually had a better shooting percentage than Reggie he did. Miller. Yeah. Best, best three point shooter, best shooter I ever saw, Reggie Miller. And then I watched yeah. Steph Curry, and I'm like. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the best, he's just better. <laughs> also, the best looking, but Reggie was also like he looked the best taking the shots, which is one thing. He was very photogenic when he would fucking get up real high and like flick, you know. Yeah. And his his shots always looked magnificent. But um, Ray Allen, yes, clutch player, but Reggie was the clutch clutch player. You know, yeah. like he hit. I reckon Reggie probably hit more clutch threes than anyone. Oh, Ray Allen got LeBron his I first know, ever championship. I know he did, but Reggie over the whole, the Reggie's yeah. whole career was clutch shots. You know, like it was. I, I think the difference with Ray Allen was was always like he was on a team with others, whereas Reggie was always he carried the man. his team. Yeah, yeah. So Reggie was hitting the shots because he had to make the shots. Ray could pass it to some players throughout his career. Um, with Steph, Steph could pass it to players, but he was normally the man too. Yeah. Um, smoothest silkiest and not just like regular three-point shots he's, he's shooting them from like two meters oh behind yeah well behind line. yeah just and just doing it with ease like oh yeah like it's a sunday stroll he's fucking well because he was an he was an instinct player so if it just yeah. felt right he would go for it you know if it just felt like if he if in that split second you make a decision to go for a shot he, he would just feel it and then go and then more often than not where other players would never take the shot he would take the shot and then what 40 percent of the time he'd get it in there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 40%, getting a shot in 40% of the time is better than not taking any shots, <laughs> right? Because if you take 10 shots and you get 40% of them, you get four of them. If you don't take any shots, you don't get any three-pointers. So, right. so fucking tip of that. Nice Gary. Reggie nice Miller. Nice Gary. So it was a stat man for someone else, and we just gave Reggie Miller a fucking big pump up. Exactly. Good on him. Um, That's the show. That's the year. We're out of here. Um. I want to give a couple of quick shout outs. Yeah. Uh, big thanks throughout the course of the year. For the most part, me and you, mate. Me and oh, you. Yeah. Th- thanks to you for, for everything you've done this year. Me uh, and you and me. Once again, the year's disappeared. I can't believe we're already at the end of the year. It's been another fun year. We've been doing this shit for 11 years. Unbelievable. Uh, and it feels like yesterday we, we started it. And secondly, it feels like yesterday we did the 10 year anniversary show. Kimmy was kind enough to remind us that. Yeah, it was year last ago. year, pretty much, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank uh, the other contributors as well to the show of the course. The Jim Edward, who's been a big contributor. Jim Edward, nice um, Gary for Jim. Jim nice Gary. Apologize, Jim. You sent through a lot of good stuff, and I just never put in the rundown because yeah. you've seen, you've heard the show, mate. We just fucking make it up as we go. Well, tonight, uh, obviously, tonight, tonight we, we I reckon we burned our Vietnamese audience tonight. We got oh, <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> went and, through them. Uh, was it Norway? Wasn't it Norway? Where we lost the Norwegians? Do you know all the Norway? At least there's cricket around in the area in Norway. At least yeah. there's no there's uh, no one playing cricket anywhere near Vietnam, Greeno. <laughs> You know the sad state of affairs? Our top country was literally US. Yes, it was it really. It, it, it topped the Aussies. So the Aussies don't like us. The US, they like us. Norway. No, nobody yeah. likes us, Greeno. Come nah, on. Fair call, but, yeah. you know, based on the numbers, <laughs> all good. Uh, big thanks to Jim Word for all his contributions. We appreciate you sending through the stuff. Yeah. Obviously, BE uh, sending through. Unity his, Day his Troy. Throughout the course of the year. Uh, we've got Unity Day Troy, 100%. Steph. Um, who's sorry? Steph. Give Steph a shout out. Steph. Oh, definitely Steph a shout out. Yes. Did he contribute this year, though? That's the question. Yeah, no. He probably could lift his game a little bit. Just know. a tad. Uh, no, not be- one pole all year, I don't think. Not I one. Know. Uh, yeah. We did skip in that just for Steph. Never heard a shout out from Never Steph. Never heard a shout out. 
Yeah. People um, in the chat that, right now, Jenny B, Wet Sandwich, Lucas R, uh, big, the Minister of Fun was in there. BE was in big, there. Big thanks to all our listeners uh, who tuned in All this five year. of you. Good on you. All five of you. Hmm. We take the piss, but there actually is a bunch of people that tune in. We really do appreciate it. Ten. Um, ten now. We're up to ten. Killing it. <laughs> no, no, I mean like around the world. Oh, that's fine. And that's four right. of them are in Norway. In Norway. Yeah. And the other, 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 another four from Vietnam. Yeah. Two from everywhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big thanks to everyone tuning in, listening to our bullshit for another year. What do you think? What, two weeks off? Two weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. We're off for, so, off for Christmas Eve, off for New Year's Eve. Yep. So because, Back. you know, Christmas, Christmas Eve would be our next show. So we're not doing that. And then obviously no. a week later is New Year's Eve. We're not yep. doing that. And tomorrow. This is your first New Year's Eve off, isn't it? Yeah. For, for years. And nice. it's my first Christmas. So I'm getting like the full Christmas treatment. Actually, we, we can do a little give story time. I like stories nice about pinatas. Nice, Gary. But I can give you a little story time, Greeno, because uh, myself and Lady Boogs, we were talking about, you know, the eternal question, something that I've not had to deal with ever in the last sort of, like I said, 15 years or so, the mm-hmm. Christmas grog situation, Greeno. Ah, okay. Because. Oh, okay. Fuck it. We're not ending the show because I've got a story time after it. Well, okay. So here's my story. So we were. I was discussing it and, you know, I've never had to really worry because normally I'm working over Christmas, so I don't have to mm-hmm. make any preparations for the Christmas grog. But mm. this time, for the first time, it's not even just two days. I've got like four days now because Christmas yeah. is Boxing Day, Saturday, Sunday, so Monday, Tuesday, public holiday. So now I've got to get Christmas grog, Greeno, for four days worth. So I'm yeah. doing some calculations and the Lady Boogs comes up with an idea and she says, look, listen here. Take it from a pro. Take it from someone who's done the Christmas grog run every year when you're working. Here's what you want to do. She says, you don't want to go to the store. You do not want to go to the shop to get the Christmas mm-hmm. grog. What you want to do is book it and then pay fucking 15 bucks or whatever it is to get like the personal delivery time slot. No, and she's no. like, load up and get it f- and pay the extra. F- now, you're not going to pay the extra 15, but I'm, I'm, not like, paying the 15, I'm yeah. like, shut up and take my money. If, yeah. if it shows up on my doorstep, just say I get an allocated time slot bet- between, say, like 4 and 4.30 p.m. Greeno on a Tuesday mm-hmm. afternoon when Christmas Eve is on Friday and they want an extra 15 bucks for that, I will fucking throw the money at them. Here, take I it. Did. Take 20. Keep the change. Thank Are you, you for the convenience. The, so that's what I'm going money. for this year. Nice, Gary. And I'm gonna I load. Did. I'm gonna load the fuck up because we've got uh, four days, Greener, and cricket for three of them. So <laughs> it's gonna be a hell of a time. Usually, you only get Boxing Day test. You get one day, and then you go day, back to yeah. work. Now we've now got three four. days. The, the game could be over in three days. Who knows? Uh, this rate definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right. You're 100. I'm gonna do a Greeno story time. Here. Interesting math. Yes, yeah, I like stories to, about pinatas. You have to do the grog math, right? So Greeno story time is similar situation. I was like, look, but I'm not paying the 15 bucks. I'm getting in early. I Sorry, Greeno. Grog- Jenny B in the chat asking, what the fuck is grog? <laughs> is, oh, so- is 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 a grog? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Nice, uh, <laughs> Australian slang for beer. Uh, I think alcohol. it's pommy slang, actually, to be honest. Is it? Yeah. There we go. Whatever it may be, that's the term for alcohol. I think sailors used to drink it once upon a time. Potentially. So I think I think it, I I could be wrong, but I think it's like rum and water mixed together. Could be. So they would put water in the rum. To, they would put rum in either rum in the water to like to get the diseases out of the water, or put you know water in the rum to make the rum last longer. One or the other. And they would call that mixture grog. 
I think that's what it is. So the nice Gary. Any kind of booze. Yeah, any booze, any piss yeah. green. It's either grog or piss. Or piss or booze. <laughs> piss. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to do I, I did my math earlier in the week because I refused to pay 15 bucks for a thing. So I, I get in early. I just load up. Yeah. So I had to work it out. So you you were kind enough to invite me to your joint on Boxing Day. Yes. So uh I had to I then had to do the Watch math on potential drinking situations over the course of the Christmas. I've got you covered. When so, you come here, I've got you covered. Excellent. That's good to know. But I, I counted you in just to be safe, which means I've got more booze here. So basically what I did is I'm like, I've well, got- you can never have too much. Never too much. So I'm like, I've got, I've got Christmas Eve that I do my, 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 uh, my daughter, my son, my wife. We have our Christmas on Christmas Eve, so yep. I need drinks for that. Yeah, and, got- and, you, and you've got your Christmas on Christmas Eve because otherwise you would be fucking Christmas Day for Greeno because you got to, what you have to understand is Greeno has children and the children have grandparents and all the grandparents want the children for the Christmas because the grandparents buy the presents for the children for the Christmas. So he has to, his Christmas days for the last five or six years have just been driving from one place to another because the parents, the two sets of parents live so fucking far apart. And now you live so far apart from both of them. I live further away it's from like, all of them. You've, so got like 10 hour, you've got 10 hours on the road on Christmas day. That's horrifying, I- mate. I, d- I did a count last year because my wife was sick. And basically my last year's Christmas was I was by myself with the kids, which is fine. Yeah. But, I, but I didn't want to leave my wife at home all day sick without celebrating Christmas. So my Christmas day involved Christmas here, then driving to my in-law's place, then driving <sighs> back from my in-law's place back to have afternoon tea with my wife, eating the Christmas lunch we just ate at my in-law's place, <sighs> to then driving all the way to my sister's place with both kids, oh. then driving back the next day. With both the kids, oh. so I think I, I end up nice, counting. I end up doing in the space of twenty four hours. I did fourteen hours of driving, something close to that. <laughs> That's nuts. to make to make sure everyone had a good Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what a but, fucking nice guy, by the way. Nice Gary to come. Nice Gary. You are the could, you are the penultimate family man, Greener. As if I could fucking leave my wife here sick. It was it was horrible. Oh, she missed out with all the kids. Um, oh, but. So anyway, I did the math. I was like, look, I need uh, Christmas Eve with the kids and, and the wife. Uh, then I've got Christmas Day. I've got the in-laws. Greeno, Christmas- Green, Lucas R in the chat says, oh, fuck that. They both get the same day. Put the presents in the car, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Line up, line up the fucking parent, the grandparents. No, That's you it. come here, you lazy like old cunt. Here. I like it. So I got the in-laws in the I morning. I don't care if you are retired and got a broken hip. You will make the two-hour drive to see your grandchildren, you old prick. You inconsiderate exactly. old cunt. So I got Merry got Christmas. The in-laws, in-laws in the morning uh, for, for the lunch, which means I need beers for that. Then yeah. I got uh, the the beers with my family in the evening. Then on Boxing Day, I was spending the day with, with mum and dad and yourself. Yeah. So then I need beers for that. Yeah. Then I was spending the day after that at my uncle's joint. Monday. Family catch up. Yep. The Monday, which means I need is that, beer for is that. Is that the golf uncle? That is. I like yeah, the I golf uncle. Say hello for he, me. He's a good man. Well, uh, that got canned today, unfortunately. Oh, really? Did it? Yeah. My auntie, uh, once again, we're completely off track and now it's talking personal shit. She fucking, she fucked up a leg and it's so bad that she, uh, like it's, they're just like, we can't what? have anyone over here. Yeah, so bad. So Fuck. that got canned. But anyway, I'd already bought the beers for that day just to be safe. Yeah. So I did the math. So I'm now looking at six cases of beer. So you're going to have to double up on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, Greener. You're going to have to sink twice as much piss. 
Well, my theory is I've got backup. Oh no, sorry. And then I also had to buy for New Year's as well. Of so course. I for that. So I'm sitting at, I'm looking at six cases, which brings me to the question yeah. in your math with mm. the order. So I did that all for free, yeah. not free, the beers I had to pay for. Yeah. I had no delivery, but I, I did the order early. Mm. How many cases have you estimated for your Christmas grog consumption? Oh, so now see, this is the tricky part, Greeno. Nice, That's a nice Gary. Gary. That's a good question. Because I'm just going to hang on. You know what? Let me just grab a beverage. Oh, no. You know what? I can just pour one right here because we're going way over time. Who gives a fuck, man? Remember when the show was about to end about an hour ago and the cricket stopped? We're like, fuck it, we'll do a show now. Yeah, now, we, <laughs> now we've started the actual show. Welcome to the starting block, everyone. It's good to have you. Um, we're going to go to Unity Day in a minute. Unity Day. Um, I See, I can't measure it in cases because I will. I like to buy, you know me, I like to buy a spread. I like to have, a, mm. I, like the, I like the Werther's original approach to alcohol consumption. Okay. So right now I, I'm looking at, I've just poured myself a glass of wine. I have two empty wild turkey and cola cans and an empty crown lager sitting in front of me. Okay. And a glass of wine. So I So you're going to mix. You, you of need course. an open blend. Okay. I'm I'm definitely thinking a box, a, a six-pack box of sparkling Shiraz. That's definitely okay. gonna be on the couch. I know you're a fan of the Shiraz, yeah. I, I like the spa I really like sparkling Shiraz cold out of the fridge in a hot Australian oh, yeah, summer. You're a fan. Nothing yep. fucking better. When you're cooking a barbecue. And you've got like icy cold sparkling Shiraz coming out and it's 35, 40 degrees outside. And you've got like the nice red meat greener. I like to put a little couple of little kebabs on the barbecue first while the mm-hmm. steak is cooking. So give everyone a little bit of finger food greener. And have nibble. a kebab yeah. each. Like and you it. have that with your red wine. It's fucking cracking, mate. It's the crack. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be a six pack, well, six pack, a box of Shiraz, sparkling Shiraz. And then when we get to the case situation, it's a tough one because I, I'm i someone who will buy a lot of cases and then halfway through the second one go, oh, I don't even want any more beer. I think I'm going to drink bourbon and Cokes now. Or yeah, I think, you know, I think I'm going to but, drink red wine they, now or vodka. I'll drink, vo- I'll drink vodka and orange juice all day, you know, yeah. some days. So there's going to be, there's going to have to be some mimosa. You don't want to run out of beer though. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I don't definitely don't want to run out. Beer has to be the constant. That's why I've got to be six the underlying cases foundation. Yeah. yeah, just to, just it, just for safety purposes. I'm like, because I said to my dad, because he's like, oh, I'll, I'll get a case in for Christmas. I'm like, no, you need more than that. Yeah. So what do you mean? I'm like, well, you've got me, you got my brother-in-law, like, and you'll we, go, we, you'll we, go through. We'll drink, them. You'll we'll go drink through a case them. in the day, and yeah. then if we're going to spend the day a Boxing Day, oh, at your you, joint, you, well, you, we'll that easy. you, Fergo, and your old man could polish off a case in th- two hours. I reckon, no problem. Mate, I, I drink 12 myself. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> easy. Um, so I've thinking, already put in my notice. I'm yeah. thinking three, four cases, right? So here's what I'm thinking. Three, four cases. I want mimosa yeah. products. So I'm going to have to buy like maybe have those, yeah. five or six litres of orange juice and yeah. maybe half a dozen, uh, you know, cheap champagne and then mm-hmm. half a dozen, you know, decent Shiraz. And then yeah. I'll probably buy some, you know, maybe a couple of 10 packs of wild turkey mixes. So I reckon all up is probably going to be like 250, 300 bucks worth of piss oh, easy. for my, four my, days. My, my, my shop <laughs> But they'll be leftovers. It's like Christmas lunch green. Yeah, you have alcohol leftovers. They're gonna know. get they're gonna get finished eventually. Yeah, yeah. My, my my shop wasn't far off that dollar value because yeah, similar thing. I, I went six cases of beer and then uh what beer like did you get one. six of the same? Because I'll probably get three yeah. different cases. Nah, six of the same, man. One fifty lash that's ah, all I right. drink. Yep. Is that it? Um, so that's what I've so got that to and stop. Budweiser. Okay. Yeah, that and Budweiser. That's okay. all I drink. 
Um, <laughs> then uh, the wife likes uh, mojitos. Fussy, aren't you? So I got mojito mix. You're fussy, aren't you, Greeno? So I was yeah, gonna, I was gonna throw some piss on for you, and you're like, nope. One fifty lashes and Budweiser is all I drink, and I'm like, well, now, I'm, now I have to go I'm, out and buy some fucking one fifty lashes or Budweiser no, you, for this. Cunt. You don't, because I'm going to bring over like <laughs> one of the six cases. It. You can't bring it. I invited I'm bringing you. Bringing it anyway. I it's invited fine. you. We'll be there. Okay. Um, uh, we got the the mojitos. My wife's a fan of the mojitos, so I got yeah. that for the New Year's period. So yeah. I'm going to get that. Uh, personally, you, you've heard me a fan of the hot toddies, so I had to get some whiskey. Yeah. So I got to get that on board. And then it's always nice to have a couple of bottles of nice red wine. Hot so toddies, think- <laughs> You and your fucking hot toddy. Uh, Greeno, there's a comment in the chat from Wet Sandwich, who is uh, yeah. an American listener. Budweiser. That's how late oh, we've no. gone on this show. Yeah, Budweiser. Oh, no. I love Budweiser. I love it. It's mm. probably one of the ones I buy the most. The, but the red label, none of that Bud Light shit or no, anything like that. Just Bud classic. We need the red label yeah. Bud. Classic, yeah. traditional, like the original Budweiser is fucking mm. delicious. And I, I reckon it's... Probably my favorite American beer, to be honest. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. I, I drank every American beer possible when I went to the US. Yeah. And at the end of it, I'm like, most of it is wet piss, and I'm just going to drink Budweiser from here on. Bud's Bud to me is very similar. It's not taste wise, but feel wise to Tui's Extra Dry. To so it, yeah, it's very to, familiar. Uh, not not quite an extra dry, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. It's, it's light, dry. light. It's light like an extra dry. It's light. Know? You can sink them. Yeah. Next thing you know, I I had one on uh Forex holidays. The Forex Summers Greener. Have you had them? Yeah, I it's have had those. Of, I had them on that. my first ever family holiday. Yeah. But the buds I had uh, uh what was it a couple of years back on one of my beach holiday. Yeah. And it was like Super Bowl time. So whenever I get into American time, like American sports, I got to drink the buds. And I went through a case in a day, yeah. just kind of like sipping them back watching the Super down. Bowl yeah. because they were so light. I'm like, oh, hello, boys. Yeah. Um, hammered by the end, but, you know, you're talking Super Bowl in Australia starts at like nine in the morning. Budweiser, let, let me put it this way, because Americans, you know, some Americans might like Budweiser, but they've all, it's a bit like they've each town has their own fucking favorite beer over mm. there, you know. So I, I would put it this way, Budweiser is the best beer for Australians to drink in Australian summer conditions. Like an icy cold Budweiser when it's really fucking hot outside, it's it's really good. They're a really Very good nice. beer for that. Better than Coors and uh, better than the, the other better big than Miller's. One. Better than Miller's. Miller's is is probably second best, though. Miller, yeah, that's the only other one I've yeah. drunk that I'm like, yeah, I can, I can handle this. Yeah. It's fine. I'll drink a Miller's. Coors, yeah. I'm not a fan necessarily yeah. it's okay it's okay yeah it's if you have to. yeah if you there's have no to. choice but yeah no so so you you get the same one i get all different beers like i, I bought crownies just not long ago green and like, oh, nice no. little story time i like stories no. about pinatas yeah, you know why because i i where i've been buying my beers lately is your old empl- place of employment no need to mention the name or anything but you know the place. I saw beers there. Work. Yeah, they, yeah, they opened up a liquor store in the side of it. Like, oh, dead dead. Yeah, full on. But the the cool room because so do you remember the old uh, boss's office there? Yeah, of course. Right, I right. So that's I what around with a girl in there. That's what they ripped out to put the liquor area in. Oh, good. That was a fucking wasted area anyway. Yeah. So they've they've thrown in a liquor area, but as you can imagine, it's not a big space, and it's a tiny, no, it's pretty tiny, it's pretty tiny little cool room. Now they will stock occasionally, like I like things like your fat yaks, your Byron Bay's. <laughs> I haven't had a fat yak in forever. Yeah, that's that's more my go. I tend to go that's for the a, ones that I are do. a bit more Europeany in taste. I like a, I like a fat yak. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I find it's very heavy, so I can't drink as it many is. of them. If I, yeah. if I want to sit in for a good session, 
I can't drink a fat yak. If I want to have like two beers over lunch, mm. I'll, I'll have a fat yak. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying, but I'm always I've always been more pro- like I the first beer I drank was you Guinness. always like a heavier beer, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I was a Guinness drinker when I was like sixteen. Mm. Um, my favorite Squires beer, your favorite Squires beer is one fifty lashes. Mine is Golden Ale, and Golden, Golden Ale is much yeah. heavier. heavier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I tend to like the beers that are more like a meal kind of thing. Yeah, and know, I like the fruity very, shit. Yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I like the fruity shit too, but it's a different setting. Mm. Like I like the the light summery fruity stuff like i said when it's a fucking hot day and you're having a barbecue and shit i like that that's what that's when i drink my beers though right, sure but i drink beers yeah. every time so <laughs> Fair you enough. know my like for example a middle of winter beer would be like mm. your heavier golden ale yeah, heavy fair cool yeah yeah and it doesn't have to be even ice cold you know not room temperature obviously cold beer is cold beer but that's yeah. when you're like your heavier beers like your stouts and your guinnesses and stuff that's True. when they come into their own is when it's yeah. fucking bit chilly outside so and I prefer the cold, you know. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I like the lighter beers, but yeah, the heavier stuff. Mm, what you know, other American beers. I guess I I don't know. I I have I haven't had enough of them. There's ones like Blue Moon. Have you ever had Blue Moon? I haven't had Blue Moon. No. What did I try when I was in the? I, I tried everything I possibly could when did I was you, in have the. You had a, have you had a Sam Adams? I had a Sam Adams that was horrible. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, it wasn't no a good. fan. Yeah. No, I wasn't a fan at all. Definitely had that. Um, no matter what, yeah, no matter whatever we went, we, every time we went to a pub, because I went to a pub every night for dinner or whatever, yeah. it was always like, I'll just try any beer I haven't tried. Yeah. And once again, always circled back to the Budweiser. Mm. Oh, well, the crowny story, that's the point, right? <laughs> so they've got a tiny little cool room. Nice, Gary, to get us back nice, to the story. Gary. Right? Back to the story. We well, so, tried to wrap up the show 35 minutes ago. I it's know. amazing. So I they've got this tiny little cool room and I'm looking in there and they like so no fat yaks. They've got no furfy stubbies. I like a furfy stubby greeno because I've got a bar. I haven't fridge. had a furfy. A furfy's nice. It's just it's so very right. it's working class Aussie beer though. You know, okay. you know what you're like getting. VB-ish? It's it's Tui's new slash VB-ish slash four XE. Mm, you know, okay. it's it's all of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I like it though. It's nice, it's a nice drop. Um, okay. you, it's it, it's heavier than like an extra dry, but it's not as heavy as a Guinness. You know, it's a nice yeah. in between. Um, but I like the stubbies because you know how I've got the bar fridge here in the studio. Nice little small, yeah, small, small little stubbies. I can fit an extra two six packs in this bar fridge with that those small little furfy stubby bottles, as opposed to the fucking tall wanky bottles, Greeno, like a Grolsch <laughs> or a Heineken. You know, they yeah, you the know problem- they do them long and skinny. I don't like that. Yeah, I like a problem- little stubby. Problem is that you you get through those way too quick, and you then you got to do a quick got to do a quick rotation. Whereas I'd rather the long beers have the 12, 12 beers in there ready to go, and just do the six pack rotation. By the time you finish the next six pack, another one's ready to go. Lucas R in the chat saying Blue Moon is bottled wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> the way I drank Blue Moon the first time, incidentally, was by putting salt around the rim. Ah, like a uh, lipstick suck. Yeah, sort of, I guess, but for yeah. a beer. So that's the yeah, that, that's the way the guy the served thing. it if to you, me, and I was like, okay. If you have to put right. salt around a beer, don't drink it. I, I you, you have- know I used to think that with Corona, people put lime in Corona. I used to say, oh, if you have to put a lime in it, it's not fucking worth doing. But now, that's if I buy a Corona, I'm like, yeah, put the fucking lime in. Put the there. Lime in. No, <laughs> no, no <laughs> Corona with lime is quite delicious. It's yeah. part of the atmosphere, but. Yeah. 
uh, like once again, I, I kind of agree with the people. I'd rather just get a beer that I don't have to put shit in it. Jenny drink. B in the chat. The orange with the blue moon makes me suspicious. They're not. They don't trust the blue moons. The Americans. They don't like. Ah, uh, sounds sounds about right. Yeah, I, I don't have to try okay. one of these blue moons. You need to get a six pack of blue moon in for Boxing Day. Yeah, I can, so do we can that. try it and then hang shit on it when we come back. Yeah, I, I mean, I often buy beers like. You know, your bee's knees, for example, Greeno. I'm a big mm. fan of the bee's knees. Now, that's a yeah. honey-flavoured beer. It's brewed with See, honey. I don't want it. honey in my beer, mate. I, just, I want my so honey in my though. hot bodies. So I just good. don't want it in my beer. Another one I like is it's some Jap- – I think it's a Japanese brand, and it's a mango beer, and it is Oh, I've had that. Fucking that's fucking good. good. Oh, no, I've had mate. that one. It is like, it is like drinking mango-flavoured juice. I'm not joking. It is. It's nectar of the gods. It's yeah. so good. I've had, I've had. I know the beer you're talking about. I've had it. Delicious. Like, like not long ago, myself, uh, the lady Boogs, and we took our two girls, Greeno, the two mm-hmm. the two puppets. We took them on a weekend away, and it pissed down raining the whole weekend. That's when you came down and met us, right? Yeah. Uh, down at the beach. So we took a case of, you know, the lady Boogs was like, what do you want to take? What do you want to drink? And I'm like, you know what? Let's get those fucking mango beers again. They're like 80 bucks a case, but who cares? Let's fucking go for it because we're having a weekend away. We're having a weekend away. Let's have some fun. Let's get some good yeah. beer and enjoy it. And she's like, so how much should we take? And I'm like, oh, look, if we drink more than a case, we also took like fucking a dozen bottles of wine and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, look, if we get through all that and drink a whole case of beer in one night, because we got there on Friday afternoon and then yeah, we were leaving on Sunday afternoon and it rained all yeah. weekend. And I'm like, look, if we drink them in one night, then there's something wrong with us. Greeno. Something's wrong. Okay, so that was Friday night. That was Friday night. These mango beers, they're like drinking fucking child's juice boxes. They are so good. And you just, and they're so light, and you just fucking, you don't even realize how fast you fucking smash these Uh fucking mango beers down. They are insanely good. Maybe it's something in our genetics as Australian because mango is just a taste that we are fucking drawn to. There's a famous Rodney Rude line, Greeno. Uh, the day that they make a mango taste like a vagina, I'll fuck off to Queensland and sit there and eat fucking mangoes all day. <laughs> so, so we're drinking these fucking mango beers. Hey, wait. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon the show's going to go on for a little bit more? Uh, how how much more? Do you want to get another beverage, do you? I, I was going to get a beer. I haven't had a beer yet. Okay, get a, you haven't had one beer. yet. Get a beer, mate. Fucking get it. Right. Well, yeah, I just want to know. I don't, it's already like quarter to 11. All right, I'll get a beer. beer. I'll get a beer. You get a beer. And in the meantime, we'll play Manus Labashane saying um, no run for no run. 10 hours straight. Okay. I like it. Okay. No run. 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 Oh, oh, that was a good delivery, Ollie. <laughs> the best, the best no run for nice, Minus yesterday with a ball that literally went like four meters Behind over his, back. his head. Yeah, 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 it was over his back, slapped his into back, the keepers, slapped into the keepers' gloves, gloves and, and he gets no and, run. And he, and he no run. <laughs> Fucking so good. Sorry, uh, so, uh, you know, the no lady Boogs isn't a massive cricket fan, but I explained that no run to her. And she yeah. fucking laughed because I'm like, 
I'm like, of course no run. It went straight to the keeper. Like, of course no. Like, you don't have to announce no run when it goes to the keeper. Nah, and he's still like, what, no run. That's why Marnus is apparently my favourite player in Test cricket. I, I love him. him. I loved him. I remember you and I having an argument about Marnus Labashane when he first came in like five years ago. And I was like, I like him. I like him a lot. And you're like, nah, I don't know, because he's a bit of a fucking... He's a bit of an uppity prick. He's up himself a bit. Greeno doesn't like the arrogant strutters so no, much no, no, as no. I do. That, that, I like that him. Is good. That is fucking a flat out lie, sir. No, let's, you we, didn't like let's go back. Let's go back to the podcast and I'll tell you why I know I like Manus. It's because firstly, we found his name amusing and it was when we used to do the Sheffield Shield rap yeah. back at the radio station. Oh, he was killing it. Killing and it. And he was killing it during the season. We were like trying to annoy our <laughs> listeners by doing Sheffield Shield stats. That's right. So and we're we like, who is this Labashane? Well, like this Labashane guy is amazing. He's, he's going, he was killing it. And then we became Manus fans. Then he did nothing for years. And then he yeah killed it from then on in. Ah, uh, Sorry, you were talking about uh, Weekend Away. And yeah, uh, the mango beers, green mango beers. So we paid eighty bucks for a carton of these mango fucking beers, which you yeah. can swallow like lolly water. They're ridiculous. They're like passion pop. And I'm like, look, if we need one, if we can't like make one case of beer last basically a day and a half from the time we get there to the time we leave, then there's something wrong with us, Greener. We got there. Yeah, could, like, could, could I put a, Can I put an asterisk on this? Yes. Now, in, in if you're gonna put those uh, parameters on it, mm. one case of beer. From that time to that time, yeah, you need a bedtime, right? You need a bedtime, yes. You need a bedtime. You need to put some parameters in relation to the bedtime. If you guys go to bed at a regular hour, like, hey, we're going to get there at eight. You know, we'll have a couple of beers. Bed at ten thirty. Wake up in the morning. We'll have breaky. We'll go some lunch. Go for a run. Blah blah. Kick on the beers post lunch. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Different story. Hmm. Now, uh, day one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what time did you, you and the lady boogs go to bed? I don't even know. <laughs> 6 a.m. I believe was the answer. No, I don't know if it was six. It was. It was. It was, was pretty it was close to sunrise. Fucking, it was pretty late. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fucking late, and that was never the plan. Like the plan was to go to bed at a decent time, get up early, and take the dogs to the beach because we got a house that was like literally thirty seconds walk from the beach for mm-hmm. that reason, so we could take the doggos to the beach and give them a run yeah. around and. You know, get in there and chase them in the water and get them used to the water and used to the beach and off leash, of course, you know, just running around and let them loose, rain, let them yeah. open up a bit, you know. They love to run these fucking dogs, so they need to run. Boy, do they run when fucking I saw them. Oh, they ran, yeah. They ran right <laughs> up the end of the beach, remember that? <laughs> so and like, Greeno's, Greeno's daughter is like little five-year-old right, sweetheart right is chasing <laughs> after them up the beach and we're like, and it was so funny because Greeno's like looking over concerned for his daughter. And I'm like, hang on, where are the dogs? <laughs> we can find them. the daughter will come back. We can find her dogs? easy enough. Yeah. <laughs> where are the dogs? So, no, it was fucking fun, man. So, yeah, so we're drinking these mango beers. I'm like, look, you know what? If we can't make a case last a fucking day and a half, there's something fucking wrong with us. Greeno, I was up after going to bed very, very late the night before. I reckon I was up at like, say, I'm going to call it like, 7, 7 a.m., 7 to really? 7.30 a.m., because I'm always an early riser. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. go to bed late, I'm going to get one hour sleep or two hours That's sleep problem, and yeah. still get up early. It's just it's just in me, right? So yeah. I was up at 7 a.m. and I was in the car, uh, cigarette, Red Bull, in the car, down to the shop screen for 8 a.m. when the bottle shop opened to get some more piss. <laughs> nice, Gary. 8 a.m. Nice, the Gary. next morning. Nice, well Gary. Done, sir. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, like uh, we've got to talk about the, the Boogie Birthday Bonanza last week. How was your birthday, mate? All right? 
Did you get the did you get the German sausages and shit? Did I get the what now? The German sausages. That's that's normally the boogie tradition. Yeah, like, I know. You got a widespread of like a random no, German norm- sausage. It normally is, but this year, you know, it was mostly it was like one of your Christmases. I was driving between people's yeah. houses this year. Just through circumstance. Like I don't like big birthdays anymore. And you know, yeah, maybe it's an age thing. I my legit my all I want to do for my birthday is stay home and like pat my dogs and cook yeah. dinner and you know, you know, spend time with my wife and you know, watch TV or something. Then that's cerebral, it. sir. Cerebral. I'm I'm at, I'm at that point now where yeah, similar kind of scenario. Wife was like, Oh, are you gonna do something big for your fortieth, like nah. a couple of years? I'm like, No, like I'd rather just, just sit here and no one know it's my birthday, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> is that an <laughs> age thing or are we just losers like that? Um, I think, yeah, I think we're losers, but at the same time, I think, I think it's also, also an, an age thing. thing. So we're old yeah. losers too. That's we're old good. losers, combination yeah. of two things. Like right. uh, last year, uh, we went down and got some, uh, fresh prawns from like right near the ocean and just smashed them down. Once again, I know you're not a big fan of like, I know Lady Bulls is not a fan of seafood, but we had these beautiful fresh prawns and that's all we ate for lunch. And that's yeah. all we did. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I just want to get some fresh prawns, smash them down, have a couple of beers. To be honest, cricket on. to be honest, the, the only time I eat prawns now is Christmas Perfect. Day, and it's because and you, I force my mother-in-law to buy them like a fucking big pile of them because yeah. I get pissed at her if she doesn't, <laughs> literally. And she's like, the, she's like, the only reason I buy these now is because of you. And yeah. so I I force her basically to buy this big pile of prawns, and so I can sit there and peel them and put rock salt on them, Greeno, and yeah. have a cold beer with fucking and they're in ice, right? So they're yeah. served in a bowl of ice. These prawns and you're fucking cooked, obviously, and yeah. you you know you de-peel them, de-shell them. Americans wouldn't know what to fucking do with a prawn, Greeno. They wouldn't <laughs> have any fucking idea. We don't put prawns <laughs> no, on the barbie. Nobody here no puts one cooks prawns a on the barbie prawn, ever. No one. You, no. you you boil you boil them right until they turn pink and red and then you fucking put them on ice and you let them cool down and then you eat them. That's what well, we you do. buy them already cooked and you're good to go. Eh? That's you right. Yeah, down. yeah. We buy we buy them already cooked and they're like what thirty five bucks a kilo or something. There, like they're about yeah, spot on. Yeah, and your you king, your tiger king prawns, Greeno, they're up oh, in the forties. Don't get the small shit. Yeah, you got to get the big ones. Oh, but the small ones are tastier, don't you reckon? No, I find it depends. Not prawn there's, cocktail there's a, there's size. A perfect size. Yeah, not, a perfect pra- size. not prawn cocktails. I'm not talking about the tiny little ones that you put in a nah, little see, I don't want those salad. small ones because I don't need a fucking, I need to eat a thousand of them to be full. Whereas yeah. I want those ones that are not, because if they're too big, they're not juicy enough. Yeah. But if they're too small, they're just too tough. I need that kind of happy medium. Yeah. And that's why uh, you've and, got to shell them yourself because if you cook oh, them, yeah, if you, you shell don't buy them, the pre cooked. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't buy the ones that are already shelled and, you know, like frozen in a bag. They're disgusting. You've got to have them cooked but fresh, and yeah. you've got to you've got to you've got to rip the fucking head off. You've got to rip the tail off. Do you, if you rip, rip the head off? If you don't smell like prawns for the next three days, yes. you haven't done Christmas. Exactly, right. your hands yeah. should smell like rotten fish. Stray mm. cats should be you know following you down the road <laughs> because you stink like fish so much. That's yeah. the that's the proper Australian way to eat fucking prawns. Not only shrimp on the. I don't even know where shrimp on the barbie came from. Nobody puts them on the barbie. Poor Hogan thing. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was oh, some so dodgy Paul kind of Hogan show. Yeah, like back in the seventies, where they're like, "Ah, oh, put a shrimp on the Barbie." Blah blah blah. No one ever does it. Maybe they did in the seventies. They Maybe. sure as shit don't do it now. Well, they didn't. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure as shit they didn't call it shrimp in the seventies either. So no, well they didn't. It was always prawns in Australia. It was always prawns. It was the US ad. 
Yeah. One of my, I, I want to write a Christmas book one day of mm. your um, your in-laws prawn experience. I remember you telling me a story like yeah. probably about six years ago now, yeah. where you were telling me you, you had, I think you had lunch first, but then in in the back end of the day, you went to the in-laws and they bought the prawns specifically for you. Yes. But you've been working all night. Yeah. So you arrived, you ate all the prawns, and you're like, "All right, guys, I'm out. I'm going to bed." That's right. Like, what do you mean? Nice, Gary. I'm, like, I'm out. I'm done. Like. Done. I've, I've literally, I worked last night. I haven't slept in 38 hours. Yep. I need to go to bed. Exactly. I'm like, so you're just here for the prawns? Like, yeah, mate. <laughs> yep. And you just ate the prawns. I want to write a Christmas book. I did have a couple like, of beers with the prawns. Yeah, it's with the prawns. You're like, Uncle, yeah. Uncle Boog's prawny Christmas. <laughs> it's a prawny, very prawny Christmas. Where you do your bin run <laughs> during the night. That's yeah. how the story starts. Yeah. Uncle Boog smashes down some Red Bulls in the middle of the story. Yeah. And and the grand finale, I don't know, sorry, uh, kind of like the crescendo is is you smashing down the prawns and the beers. It was a dirty. And the grand finale, and the grand finale is you having a, a peaceful sleep. Because yeah. the Christmas story is always gonna be happy throughout. Chris, yeah, like, and I was and I and I went to bed early and I woke up fresh for the fucking Boxing Day test. Boxing Day test, fucking <laughs> <up. laughs> That is an Australian nice, Christmas story Gary. if I've ever heard one. That's it. That's the book I want to write. That's right, because uh, you know we've been talking about the Ashes a lot tonight, Greeno. Yeah. Uh, the fame, the most famous Test match in Australia is the every year the Boxing Day Test. Now, uh, Jenny B in the chat before was asking; she was googling Boxing Day. They don't do Boxing Day in America. They do Boxing they Day in Canada, boxing. Greeno, but not in That's America. That's it. Yeah. Oh, what do they do? So uh, you have Christmas, you have a big day, you go to work the next day. Well, say so they don't understand, so they mock the concept of Boxing Day because they don't do it in the states, but. Here in Australia, I, don't, I can't speak for Canada. I don't know what the situation is in Canada, but here in Australia, Boxing Day is also a public holiday. So you yeah, get two yeah. days. It's not just. I think in the states they only get Christmas Day, and That's then, it, yeah. and then it's back to work. No, no. Here we get Christmas Day and the day after. Day after because we're such piss tanks. Yeah. So even even the politicians will even the the horrible tyrannous politicians who would like to lock us in our homes, Greeno, and force us <laughs> to scan into every building we go into. Even they accept, no, no, the day after Christmas, Australians are fucking useless. They're not doing yeah. anything. No, right they're, it off. they're all, all hungover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't no uncommon was growing shape. up to see people walking around on Christmas night, I'm going to say like 9, 10 o'clock at night, just walking around carrying a box of beer greener in the streets. How much did yeah. you? I saw plenty of that when I was a kid. And like blokes, it wouldn't even, they wouldn't even put it in an esky. They would just put the fucking the box of beer on the front lawn and just start ripping the beers out. And it's like they're yeah, not even move. cold, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> just start sinking the piss. <laughs> Christmas in Australia, Greta. That's it. Welcome to the country. Nice, nice Gary. Nice, Gary. What a fucking hell of a show this has been, mate. Been a cracker. Uh, should we wrap it up here? Should we get out of here? Is there any other business yeah. to cover? Are you coming alone on Boxing Day or are you bringing the Famille? Ah, uh, bring the Famille. Okay, you bring in the Famille. That changes things. Ah, uh, does it? Yeah, because we have a furniture situation at the moment. Well, when, we have to find familiar, a way. Well, I'm thinking we'll bring, we'll put out a blanket. Sit, yeah, I know. We'll put out a blanket with some toys. Bring some toys with you or something. Something. We don't bring to toys, do. dude. We're already packing a car for fucking two days. Uh, okay. The kids will be right. If you if you you've got a you got an iPad. Uh yeah, but I don't want the fucking yeah. kids touching it. <laughs> well, that's that's his trade off. You need to fucking provide an iPad or toys, man. Okay, I've got to provide toys. No, toys or an iPad. Take well, your pick. I've, hang on, hang on. I've got two dogs now. They'll they'll do. No. They're toys. Not for fucking eight hours. It won't. Mm-hmm. 
And I was I was I was glad your your little bloke was getting very adjusted with the with the doggos last time we met. He was very comfortable by the end. He was walking right up and letting them lick him on the face and everything. It was all right. He was getting there. He's um he, he does all right now. He, he's he's moved on from his very fucking horrid fear of anything yeah. anything animals. Uh, so that's all right. No, it's yeah, very no, encouraging. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you definitely need to provide some uh, either a screen. Or toys. That's that's the two options. Okay. Well, we've got a screen in the bedroom. Maybe they can sit on the bed and watch cartoons oh, no, that, or something. Yeah, no. If, if you've got, like, uh, an ABC Kids. eye view. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah you definitely got yeah, that. You yeah. are sweet. You're a good. And don't get me wrong. The Lady Boogs loves hanging with the kids. Yeah, she does. So you reckon so, we you reckon you reckon we fucking put her in me babysitter? You, we're me and you mode. in the lounge room, yeah. and Lady Boogs and and Lady Greeno yeah. and the kiddies yeah. can go off to the bedroom. So you reckon we put the the women and the children in the bedroom? Maybe put like clothes that lock them in there, Greeno. Lock them in. So uh, can, I, don't, I don't think locks. Will they be can knock. They but... can text us when they want something like fresh water or <laughs> some well, kind that, of protein. Like we're not. Gonna, I'd rather text them. We're like, hey, we need a refill. <laughs> You will let you out of the bedroom, but only directly to the fridge. And directly then to the fridge. No, don't worry. I'm going to cut out the middleman and have the esky in the lounge. You got the esky in the middle, we're sweet. Yeah. So we don't even need them. <laughs> we don't even need the room. But who's going to bring I, us I, our I snacks, Greeno? Who's going to bring us our snacks if we lock them in the bedroom? Nah, Uber yeah, cool. Eats. I might, leave, I might leave the wife and uh, wife and kids at the uh, my folks' place then. Yeah. What, we'll just fucking out. leave them there. <laughs> what are you gonna? You can't. You can't drop the wife and kids off at your folks' house and come and drink beer and watch cricket with your mate. What are I don't we think you do that. I don't think you can do that at Christmas. <laughs> no. Now here's the, here's the thing. If if my wife and your wife didn't get along, yeah. that would be the scenario. Problem is, yeah. my wife wants to come along and and see you guys. I so uh, it's, so a, it's, it's a shame. Like, it's a shame they're friends. It's a shame that yeah, yeah we all kind of get along. <laughs> I can't just go yeah you stay here it'll be fine I'll go hang out with them. Nah, but um that's all sorted we'll be all good. Nah, uh, the fun. wife said wife said uh well obviously she, she and the kids are going to come over because they want to see you you guys anyway. Um and then if we want to hang out longer she'll go back to mum and dad's place and then yeah. me and you get to hang out for a bit. We'll sing some piss and watch cricket Greeno. Exactly sounds yeah. good. And don't worry we got the dogs the dogs will keep the kids entertained all day. That's what they're they, there for. Trust me. You, you don't have kids, man. They got the attention span. You don't nuts. have dogs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Let's see. Dogs. I don't know nothing about kids. You don't know nothing about dogs. All right. The dogs will keep together. We fucking fix this. We fixed. Trust it. me. <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. I got to piss. Ah, yeah. Me too. All right. All good. Hell of a show. Right, Hell of a good. year. Good on you, man. That's it. This Bye is meant to be good. a short one. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. <laughs> bye, bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell